Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. James, it's the end of 2019. Wow. What a year it's Flushed been. By. It has. It's flown by, mate. It goes so quickly, the years. It does indeed, uh, which means uh, it's the end of Off Menu for 2019. We'll, of oh. course, be back in 2020. Absolutely. It's mad, isn't it? Isn't 2020. It 2020. Who thought? I never, I never futuristic thought. sounding year. Oh, it is. It's a very futuristic sounding year, but that's not why we're here today to look forward. We're here to look back, James. Oh, so many good memories, Ed. This podcast's been going for just over a year now, and uh, I wish we could just reminisce. I wish there was some recorded uh, evidence, you know, some record of this podcast so well, we could listen back to all the best bits. James, huh? I don't think you know what a podcast is. I something me and you and Benito do in a room, and then word of mouth gets around. And no, we we we've been recording these. Huh? That's why. Why do you think we've got these things in front of us? Uh, for kissing. You have been practicing kissing on that, have you? Yeah. Oh, I, that, I kiss. I kiss this all the time. That's why the edits take so long because Benito has to edit out all your kissing. Oh, well, what do you mean edit? Yeah, he edits the podcast because mm-hmm. this is all recorded. We speak to the guests in a recorded environment, right. and then we put that out to the public. That's how people know about it. It's not just Benito tries to remember what we say and then just goes and spreads it around the town. Someone tells someone else, I thought that was what it was. No, this is not Chinese whispers. Well, that's why Benito's here. No, 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 no. He's not the town crier. Oh, I've been telling everyone you're the town crier. <laughs> so, James, today what we're doing yes. is we're doing a best of. There's, we're going to oh. play loads of brilliant clips, our favourite clips from across the whole year yes. and, indeed, the end of 2018... Oh. All the off-menu episodes, and we've got a little compilation of all of our favourite bits. So we I say think... our best memories, and then Benito recites them to us? Uh, no, because we've recorded it. Ed, are you sure it's not 2020 already? I yeah. feel like I'm in the future. Welcome to the future. I think this episode will be a lovely gift for someone who hasn't heard off-menu before. Mm. Perhaps they want to know the flavour of off-menu. What's it all about? Sure. Well, play them this, because this is a mega compilation of all of our favourite bits. Oh, so many favourite bits. Or indeed, if you remember all of these episodes, but just want to have a nice reminisce without scanning through for your favourite bits, bang this on. That's Here we go. the year's for. You want to reminisce a little bit. Hey, what should we reminisce about first, Ed? What kind of stuff? Well, you know, quite often on Off Menu, James, uh, the guests have taken the uh, surroundings of the Dream Restaurant mm. to the max. They've invented oh, yeah. their own foods, right? Oh. Or they've eaten very innovative dishes that they remember. Oh, yeah. I remember, like, Scroobius Pip did that, Keris Matthews, Jordan Banjo, even Dynamo. He did, and that's a great intro for this package of clips. 
and I might have to come in the kitchen and make it for you because when I worked in Pizza Hut, I invented <laughs> my name in real life is David Meads. Yeah, I, I stopped using that name not for stage, but when I worked in in HMV, I was known as Pip. In loads of other places, I was known as Pip. But in Pizza Hut, I was still known as David Meads. And there, <laughs> I invented the Meadsy base. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to have a meadsy base, a meadsy base, and yes. the way I created that, and I we, we will need myself. to tell the kitchen yeah. how to make this. So yes, I'm writing this down. You do, you do thin crust pizzas here, right? Yes. So sure. s- slap out a thin crust, uh-huh. sprinkle it with cheese, uh-huh. then pop another thin crust on top of it. So oh. we've got this cheese encased base. Now the problem you're probably thinking oh. there is. But Pip, it's the cheese is going to bubble out of the sides. Yeah, yeah I thought so. How do you so. seal that? Stuff the crust, mate. Stuff the crust, fold it over, stuff the crust. So we've got a stuffed crust. So cheese in the crust and in the base. Yeah. yeah. And then the toppings, the sauce and the toppings on top. So you've got a stuffed wow. base pizza. What yeah. cheese are you putting in there? Um, again, I've gone for the, the four cheese mix because it's, again, a smoother blend. Yeah. Um, it gives a nice smooth melt. So you've had that on the garlic bread. Yeah. And yeah. Now- and now that's in the main course as well. That's exact the same course. cheese. I'm looking forward to hearing what the dessert's going to be. It's in the main course. <laughs> is it going to be cheesecake? <laughs> what I love the best about cooking is that you can have relatively small amounts of ingredients. This one in particular is just three. Mm. But when you put them together, it's more than the sum of its parts. Mm. So your three ingredients are Tia Maria, mm. vodka, and half pint of Guinness. Oh, oh, yes. Right? I'm not being funny, but when you, when, when you get yourself a half pint, you pour in your shot of Timuria, you pour in your shot of vodka, and you fill it up with your Guinness, ideally from the draft. Yes. Or with a widget, if you, you know. We can have draft. It's the dream restaurant. Yeah. It's the draft. If okay, you sip it, chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> Pure chocolate. And it's called Death by Chocolate. Oh, oh lovely. Very nice. I, really I like good. a sweet, boozy cocktail. Yeah, I'm a pina colada man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, like, yeah, something that just tastes perfectly like chocolate, but is actually three types of booze. Pretty great. Yeah, and it, um, tell you who gave me that recipe was Ian Brown from the Stone Roses. Did he now? Yeah. And it, it's best best gift you can give somebody, is a gift of ideas like that. Yeah, that absolutely. That stay with you all your life. And if you don't like Christmas shopping... That's you go into an old pub, and you have a half a pint of that stuff, or even two, and then you then you lose it, <laughs> and you lose all the history. Um, no, um, and then it makes Christmas shopping kind of bearable because you just don't care. <laughs> oh. Have you guys ever been to Man vs Food in Heathrow? No, no. Hold on. What? There's a man versus food. So, like, like the program. Like, is it official? What? Is it officially? I don't know if it's official, but they've got. The, I'm probably going to get all closed down now and sued for yeah. using that. But this <laughs> restaurant is literally called Man versus Food, and they have like all these different like the dishes in there. No, no, it's like about 10, 15 minutes from the airport. Right, okay. Oh, okay. You know, you, you know that when you say Heathrow, we figure the airport. <laughs> <to honest>. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you, what, you know where have you guys ever been to Sky? You know, like the huge like it's like a little city in there where they record all their programs and stuff yes yeah yeah it's li- you know that t- it's opposite that tesco it's literally right there right okay okay so in there 
uh, we went for a stag do and everyone had to try a different challenge. So a couple of the boys tried this thing. I think it's called fire in the hole. So there's, so the, it's like all there's loads of challenges. All, challenges all food challenges. All food challenges. Like the so challenge. there's like a three foot hot dog. There's oh, like yeah. all this crazy stuff. You have time limits, and their their biggest challenge is called the gut buster, and it's a it's a burger that weighs I think it's just over half a stone. <laughs> so people normally <laughs> people order it as a birthday cake. So it comes out, and I don't mean like a normal like a little birthday cake. It's yeah. literally like this, and it's it's like really tall as well um, and it's got it's stupid it's got like three packs of cheese in it they have to use two <laughs> bottles of ketchup it is insane and uh, we all we all try so the burger costs I think it's like 60 quid <laughs> <laughs> and if you finish it they give you 250 pound and your whole table eats for free right but okay. obviously I think five of us bought the burger and none of one them, each, one each, one not, each. Not one of us, not one of us got close to finishing. Of course it. you did. There's three packs one, of cheese in it. Literally, yeah. not one of us got close. I had like, uh, I think I got about a third. The third, the closest person was one of our friends called Mitch, and he's, I think he's five, <laughs> he's five foot four, and he ate the burger's as big as him, and he pretty much ate the entire thing. It was insane. Hold on, so how, how close did Mitch get? Mitch get. I'm talking about like there was probably a normal size burger left. <laughs> What's he playing? <laughs> Everyone has spent 60 quid on a burger. <laughs> Mitch, Mitch can't just force down I know, one burger. I know, he, could, he, could, he couldn't finish it, but that's what that's what I want because the burger itself, you know, if you think, if you think you've got to cook a patty that big, mm. it's going to be like not very cooked nicely on the inside, yeah, burnt yeah, on the outside. Yeah. I don't know how they do it, but it is cooked. So good. Imagine a giant Five Guys burger. Yeah. Well, I love. Who, does anyone here like Five Guys? I like Five Guys. Man, this is a constant debate between me and Ed. Okay. Who are you repping? Well, I, I sort of, Shake Shack I enjoyed more when I had it. Shake Shack's good. But I've never had it in England. I only had it in. Me, me too. So I'm thinking of. Okay. I'm thinking of eating it in the States and eating Five Guys in the States. And I've had Five Guys here and I think it's fine. And I think the chips are nice. Okay. But all about the toppings. <laughs> yeah, I've said this to you a million times. Five Guys is about choosing the right toppings. Once you find the right combination of toppings, it's just amazing. A burger shouldn't be about the toppings, it should be about the burger. Ah, here we go. The the eternal debate. Yeah, it should be about the the quality of the patty, James. (laughs) The patty's great. If you're going, oh, stick six different toppings on there, all you're doing is masking a bad patty. No, 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 not at all. (laughs) It's complimenting the patty. It all complements each other. And then, like, look, I've been in Shake Shack and got their burgers, and they're all right. I think they're I think their patties are too thin, personally. Mm. Yeah, he has got a point in it now. I don't mind patties. lots of thin patties. There's places that do like smashed patties that you can. Mm. Lots of thin patties. In and Out's the best. I told you that. Oh, see, I'm, I wasn't a huge. I was so disappointed yeah. with In and Out. Because it was good, but I was like, this is just a burger. Like yeah. everyone spoke mm. about. It. Like if you go LA and you don't get it In and Out, yeah. there's something wrong with you. You're missing got, out. It's got cult status, but I prefer a th- thicker patty anyway. I'd prefer to go to something like Honest Burger or Honest Patty Burger. and Bun. No, or something like that. Absolutely no. <laughs> I do not like <laughs> Honest Burger and Bun and all that stuff. I was like, that's fine. Uh, and I'm not into them as much. I thought, I think for a while I was like, they're okay, but they're, I think they're too filling and they're not as, like when Jordan described that flavour of that burger then, yeah, like you say, I imagine like Five Guys and stuff like that. What, that one's not too filling? <laughs> Jordan's burger. The, the 60 quid birthday cake size burger's not too filling, is it? Mitch did all right. <laughs> Mitch didn't do too bad. See, I thought it'd be really cool, right, to, to have like a Sunday roast 
sandwich where the 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 sandwich is actually the Yorkshire pudding, oh, and then yes. you have like some Yorkshire pudding type. Um, is it? Is it? It's not dough, is it? It's like. What? Batter, batter, yeah. yeah. So like Yorkshire pudding batter as a, as a top and bottom, and then you have like the the roast beef, maybe some roast chicken, and then yeah. you have the yeah, potato, yeah. roast potatoes kind of mushed up in between there with a bit oh, of a yes. gravy drizzled over the top. And I think that's like you know that could be like a whole new thing. That'd be a great sandwich. I'd eat that. Now I've, I've I've seen somewhere I can't remember where it was, um, uh, what show it was, and whereabouts in the country it was, mm-hmm. but there is a place that does Yorkshire pudding wraps. What? So what they do is they bake the Yorkshire pudding batter just not in the normal shapes. So it's just yeah. a sheet of Yorkshire pudding. Yeah. And then they put in like roast dinner stuff and I think they do like a cooked breakfast one as well and roll it up so you've got just like a wrap, a Yorkshire pudding wrap. I want to know what it is. If anybody in the country knows where this place is, <laughs> right... Tweet me or Instagram me or whatever. Hey, all of us, hit us all up. Yeah, uh, Dynamo yes, Magician, you can find me. You know, I'm about. Let us oh. know uh, because I want to go to this restaurant. So, hundred percent, I'm place. there. Like this sounds yeah. like like. Sorry, I know you guys are gonna dream up my dream meal. Yeah, but I think Ed's already found it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it. That's the one. Whoa! 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 I think uh, I think the Gutbuster Burger from Jordan Banjo and the revelation of Mitch is one of my favourite things that's ever been on the podcast. Well, you liked it very much when Jordan tweeted a photo of Mitch afterwards and you got to see how short Mitch was. Yeah, because some, Jordan said, my friend Mitch is quite short. Uh, and obviously we all go, we all make fun of our friends sometimes. And if, even if they're a little bit short, we'll be like, oh, yeah. you're, you're a little short one. And Jordan's very tall, so a lot of people yeah. are short. Mitch... Is real short. Imagining him eat a Gutbuster burger is hilarious. Very funny. You can go on Twitter, you can probably track down that picture, but he was the same height as a Gutbuster burger was. Uh, Also, shout out to Dynamo for the Yorkshire pudding wraps, but I still don't like Yorkshire pudding, sorry. Uh, I had a Yorkshire pudding wrap on Dynamo's recommendation. It was absolutely delicious. I loved it so much. Thank you, Dynamo. I had it in Leeds uh, from the Yorkshire pudding wrap company. Uh, and I've got to say as well, uh, I don't know if you wouldn't have seen this because you're not on Twitter anymore, James. Yes. I was tweeted yesterday by the Yorkshire Pudding Festival <gasps> offering us a role as judges at the Yorkshire Pudding Festival. I hope you said yes. Uh, I have ignored it. Yes. So quite often, James, guests have revealed amazing things about themselves. That's what this podcast is not credited for. Mm. You people always think about the food. But oh. what this podcast actually does is it gets the big celebrity scoops. We've had revelations from so many people, from Rose McGowan to Ashlyn B, from Serge from Kasabian to Dario Brian, Loyal Kana, and even Krishna Guru Murphy. Well, that's good that you've listed those people, because that's exactly who features in this tiny package. Coincidence. I'm what they call a super taster. I have uh, extraordinary taste buds. But no, but things that are very mild tasting to other people taste like a lot to me. Oh, is this an actual thing? I've never heard of a super taster. This is a a diagnosed thing and you're a super taster. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, so things like tapioca, which tastes like nothing to most people, I think, tastes like a lot to me. Wow. So this kind of explains as well why you don't like... Too many ingredients. Gourmet food, Correct. too many ingredients, stuff like that. It, it's, it's literally too much for me almost, yeah. When did you find out you were a super taster? About five years ago. 
I, w- I did a, a series of tests at Harvard, actually, because I lost my smell in a freak accident, my sense of smell. But they were studying me because I could still taste. Right. Oh, wow. Which is, you know, it's normally interrelated. And uh, I got hit in the head with a car door in a freak valet accident in Los Angeles. You know how that happens. Yes. And it knocked, it, if you get hit, I guess, because I know a snowboarder, the same thing, he hit his head in this one same spot. And it just, he could still taste as well. Right, but, but he also stand. hit his head again, like a year later, and it came back. So I'm hoping that well, if I just get in the freak car accident again, just keep looking for clumsy just valets. Keep looking for clumsy valets. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. So you so car door hit your head. You lost your sense of smell. But then is that when you became a super taster, or you were a super taster before? I think I might have been before, but you don't notice it as much with a sense of smell. It's a cool okay. origin origin story if you became yeah. a super taster because of the I think I did, or, yeah. because before I never noticed, but afterwards everything became kind of like a taste explosion and too much. Oh, there's a comic book in that as well, isn't it? It's crazy as well, because I thought your sense of smell... It is. ...would enhance, would, would make things taste They're more. connected, right? Yeah. Right. But instead losing it made you the super taster. For me, yes. Wow. But that's also why they were studying me at Harvard Medical School because, but then my doctor died of a brain tumor and that study ended. Sorry, rest in peace. Wow. That's now a, you know that, the saga. What a twist. You did not build us up to that in any way. No, I'm right sorry. Yes. I just, just, just brought Debbie Downer right there. Yeah. <laughs> Here's an interesting thing if you want another celebrity fact because, you know, I'm, I'm absolutely being totes Hollywood. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Arriving 20 minutes late. Yeah. Which you yeah. still yet to apologise to me for. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'm working on this Netflix show at the moment with Paul Rudd. <laughs> and I don't think he'll mind me telling this because I, I think it's mad. Paul doesn't like sauces. What? That is very odd. What no a weird ketchup. Hollywood thing. Doesn't no like mustard. Sauce. No, yeah. We've gone for food and we're eating together lunches and stuff. He doesn't. No vinaigrettes, no mustard, no ketchup bed. I'm talking wow. about a man who'll order chips or fries, as we call them. <laughs> uh, no, so you just eat them dry? Dry. Chicken, dry. Everything dry. No sauces. Big bowl of sand, please. What for Paul Rose? Yeah. Like, does he not order dishes that already He orders come in things. Sauce? Well, he'd order things, and can I get no sauce over that? Or, like, does it come with mustard or anything? Or he'd have a burger, no ketchup or mustard. Right. What, what, the nearest thing what, to a sauce what, would be brings you cheese. joy, Paul Rudd? Absolutely nothing. <laughs> Dryness. <laughs> I remember, like, and I still got this to this day. This just a little example of how bad it was. Like, I can't, I couldn't eat if a magician was on the telly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even joking. What are you talking about? <laughs> well, still to this day, it freaks me. I, I don't. don't know I'm not often surprised, Serge. I think you know, working in comedy quite often, you can sort of see where the left turns are going to come in. That took me by surprise. It's honestly I, like it's not even. It's not even like it's just a thing. It's every now and again, you know, like a Sunday. There'd be like a magician. Like the, it was more those dove ones, you know, the 80s ones. Yeah, the with doves. the like white gloves and Still stuff. Still yeah. now. And you know what? The, the the next level is the unmasked magician. That does me even more. The guy with it's the like white the mask on. the props and the yeah. leather and the face paint. And still, I, I could go now. Like, it makes me bath, man. Killed so you me. wouldn't be able to eat if there was a magician on the because yeah. it made you feel sick. Yeah, yeah. Too, right. like, I, and I would like, I would gag. Like, I'd be yeah. bad, man. Like, I'd be round mates' houses and they'd bring food and I'd be like, 
How's that? Bad. Once again, the watching a, a magic show. If there was a yeah. magician on the telly, then I was. <laughs> would they know? Would they do it on purpose? They'd like order a pizza and no, they would just thought they were just like they would just take the piss like a weird kid coming round that don't eat anything. If there's a magician, just give him a slice of white bread, it'll be fine. But did they all know about the magician thing? No, that's I kept it quiet just just so they wouldn't put Paul Daniels on when I came round. Yeah, yeah. You wouldn't want Paul Daniels on. I mean, David uh, Copperfield. Yeah. Ah! yeah. Weird, man. That's kind of the level I was at. Oh, man. That, that's, I've never, I mean... I it's the props. I don't know it's if the I'm... Like, it's the, you know, the look of them, I can smell them. I think I've got some, like, thing... Yeah. You know, you see, like, colour, like, smell. Yeah, so some weird, se- colors, oversensitive right? thing that's yeah. going on. Syne- synesthesia, is it, is called. Something. It's when you see colours. Yeah, synesthesia is when you can see... Yeah, you can see Whatever that is, but, like, like food music. version. Yeah, you've got that, but you can, smell, you can like, smell a magician. <laughs> you can smell a magician. You see a magician, you can smell all of his kit. Props. Yes, kit. Oh, man, all the... All of it smells like that's disgusting. That's uh, Imagine what it smells like inside that like box yeah. they get cutting off, man. Oh yeah, like that's sweaty and horrible. Yeah. Isn't it? Uh, oh, no. <laughs> you imagine what it smells like in the box when they get cut in half. And I, I, I always, I've, I've got my writing wine. Right, okay. I've got writing wines, and then I've got, um, you know, their writing ones are quite different either to drinkers or to um, their ones. The other ones, I don't know if you write with wine. No, but I love this. I, I love, love it. That I, do, you sit, I imagine you put some spectacles on and get a glass of wine. Well, ha- well I put spectacles on because I need to wear spectacles. You've not seen them publicly, but they only, I like, I mean, we've just increased the font size on the uh, on the autocue, yeah. but eventually that will run out and I will have to. Unleash my glasses. I only got glasses in the last year, um, uh. and I have for some reason stumbled on a wireframe glasses, which are either a Swedish architect or <laughs> Nazi bad guy in Raiders of the Lost Ark. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're, okay. they're somewhere between exactly those two looks. Like, yeah. yeah, the uh, and uh, but no, the uh, there's a, a mirrorless Rubicon, which is South African wine, which is my choice of uh, writing wine. It's not right. too expensive, you know. And by two glasses in, that stuff is kind of flowing. Uh, <laughs> and then on the fourth glass. I'm just so happy with how good it was an hour earlier. Yeah. And God, I used to be so funny then. Yeah. And the fifth glass is like, I really should, I, I really, there's nothing good happening here. So I find, because I don't know if you're like, there's only a small window of, of useful time when you're writing stuff. I think uh-huh. yeah. yeah, creatively you can create for a couple of hours really usefully. So I time that with wine. Yeah, you yeah. have a, a little little treat alongside it. I do think, and I think that you know, because I think you have to react off something as well. And if you're sitting on your own, just to knock yourself slightly off your axis mm. with a little bit of you know, get a little bit of a buzz, and then so get to try that. I honestly recommend it. It's a great thing. Like for that, you see my next show is we go. You don't, you don't perform it drunk. but it just for the well, if you write it, if you write it drunk, I think you're going to have to have performing wine as well. Yeah, yeah. Never thought performing wine. That is a level of complex. Even I didn't. Thing to bring to it. Yeah, do you believe in um, beer, then wine, feeling fine, wine, then beer, old dear? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that is usually like I have a sip and go, I better save that till later. Yeah. Have a few beers and then. Yeah. <laughs> about 10. And then. <laughs> <laughs> because you are a rapper, do you feel like you have to agree with everything that rhymes? Yeah, 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 pretty much. Because if someone posts you with a rhyme like that, you have to believe it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Oh, that was just me saying the rhyme, by the way. I wasn't trying to start a battle. No, no, that's cool, that's cool, that's cool. If you do want to battle it at any time, you can. It's fine. (laughs) But that's the only rhyme I know. So whatever you say to me, I'll just say, why and then be a rhyme. Ed knows other rhymes. (laughs) Uh, 
<laughs> you know, you know um, whoever smelt it dealt it. Yeah. That's a big one. That's one of the few that I don't, that's one of the only rhymes I don't believe in. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Because it's rubbish, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, it's just, it's just when you... No one has ever farted and then gone, oh, who did that? Yeah. And, and then drawn attention to it. Yeah. No one's ever done yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. It's, not, it's never the that move. that would be such a stupid move. Yeah, yeah. that, yeah, that is everyone go, you. Only, yeah. yeah, yeah. You obviously did that. <laughs> you did it. Yeah. But then also, what is equally stupid is whoever did the rhyme did the crime. Because you just did a rhyme. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so what did, the yeah. hell is that? It should, it should be whoever did the rhyme did a fart. <laughs> and then it's like, okay, yeah, good point. Yeah. Because I guess True. you're not rhyming. Yeah. But I did rhyme a minute ago when I said whoever smelt it dealt it. That would be a great... I'd love to go and do a rap battle one day and just do those rhymes back just to whatever they said to me. Do it. Yeah. Just point at them. Yeah. I, I might just go to the rap battle and not even do it. I just point at them and say, you've this guy farted. <laughs> <laughs> I just say that every time. Beans, 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 the musical fruit, the more you eat, the more you too. Yeah. Say that one back. Oh, that was true. Yeah. You are really are a, you are uh, like a battle rapper. Yeah, right. Like a battle I, don't want to get, I don't want to get into it. We all feel like... <laughs> but yeah, we're, on edge. We're in the crossfire, eight yeah. mile. There he is. <laughs> That would be a better version of Eight Mile. Have you done rap battles before? Um, only, only with friends. Only with your mates. I used to be friends before I beat them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> destroyed them. <laughs> no, I did when I was when I was much younger. When I was at, in primary school, I, that used to happen every lunchtime. Oh, cool. Um, but that was just obviously stupid stuff. No, I haven't. I, like me and my friend talked about doing it together, like as a, as a double act. But mm. I don't know. As soon as you start making any sort of noise about what you're doing. You have, I don't know, too, too much to lose. Sure. <laughs> but yeah, you know, if anyone ever wrote anything for me, I'd have to write something back. So that's just yeah. How is it there is. anyone in particular who you would like to have a rap battle with? Do you know, I'd, I'd actually like to have a rap battle with my my old English teacher. Yes, because um, he was a poetry wizard. Ah, and I reckon that it would be intense because I got a lot of stuff yeah. on him. He's yeah, also got yeah. a lot of stuff on me, you know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I've probably got more on him. Do you want to call him out now? Do you want to use this as a platform to call him out? No, I don't. <sighs> Do you know what? No, because I think he might actually beat me. <laughs> really? I don't. I actually don't. This guy? Yeah, yeah, Is I it don't. Mark, Mark Grist? No, no. Oh, yeah, that yeah, did. It has happened, hasn't it? Yeah. It was Blizzard. Blizzard battled Mark Grist. That was a long time ago. Mark Grist going around. Everyone thought it was really great. I watch yeah, it back yeah. now and I'm like, yeah. Mark Grist ain't that, that tough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he didn't, he, didn't, he didn't really have it. At the time he did, because I was like, oh, God, I'm 14 and there's a teacher of rap battle. Yeah, yeah. But it wasn't. That was pre Brexit. Yeah, yeah. Do you know how actually, <laughs> Now I'm, I'm, I watch it. I'm like, fuck it. What's your game? I know who I'd rap battle. Yeah, Ramesh Ranganathan. Oh yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. We can organise that. I think that. he's, out, yeah, he's yeah. rusty as well. He's yeah, been yeah, out yeah. of practice. Yeah, he, shit. Thing, yeah. But, he, but he thinks he's wicked. I'd, I'd annihilate him. Yes. Yeah. I might text him actually after this and yeah, tell him that it's on. Or you, actually, so. you text him and tell him that I'm gonna. Yeah. Give him. You've called him out with yeah. pleasure. Yeah. Fuck yeah. that guy. Man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> thinks he knows about hip hop. He goes, yeah. I'm still pro curly fries. Yeah, I love them. You didn't. You don't see I'm them in a lot of places. Where they're starting I've seen to curly fries. now. They're starting to kind of like, yeah. I can't recall having curly fries. Wow. You've never had them. There's but a place in Hammersmith Grove. I'm trying to think. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think where I may have had curly fries, and I can't think. I don't know why where they're not on I've every had... menu that has yeah. chips. Should be because sweet be potato effort. fries are big now. I don't know why curly fries aren't available. Curly fries are better. I, I would choose curly fries over sweet potato fries in a heartbeat. In a heartbeat. They've always got, like, a Cajun yeah. seasoning on them. Seasoning's great. So great. Oh, mamma mia. But are they curly as in just curly as in a chip that's curved? It's like a spring. Or no, they're is spirals. It, is coiled it, like a spring. Yeah, they're oh, coiled like a, a spring. spiral. Yeah. So you get different textures. I've though. never seen that. It's crispy on You've the end. You've never ends. seen it? Hold on. Where do you eat? Are we where do you eat curly fries? I've never seen a curly fry. I've never seen a curly fry. Yeah, where do we get that? You even know? You, you even know that was a thing until we brought <laughs> no. it up. No. 
<laughs> what we, we are getting exclusives on this podcast. Christian and Guru Murthy has never seen a curly fry He's before. He's just heard about a curly fry for the first time. Wait till it. Wait till it. Christian, the news. <laughs> Oh, well, you, you, you must have not been in the news in that day, Christian. <laughs> when, they got, when they got curly fries, you must have been out. Hugh Edwards was in that day. He knows all about curly fries. He's all fries. over curly fries. But no, seriously, where'd you get a curly fry? Well, you can get well this is a good in, uh, question. I mean, I'm, I'm you gonna... can buy them uh, and take them home. So they're then in supermarkets in bags. You can, oh, uh, you, I see. You okay. But you can also get them in... Uh, there's some, like... I would say there's a lot of... Um, Places that are like you know, like family uh, pub places that have like maybe soft play areas and stuff would would have that have it as an item on the menu. Like, want to upgrade to curly fries? Curly fries, fifty p extra or whatever. Have, 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 have some curly fries. Okay. Do they have like peri peri salt on them or something like that? Uh, kind of a spicy Cajun. Like yeah, Here yeah. is a sentence I never thought I'd say. I'm about to show Christian and Grubberthy a picture of a curly fry. Oh, okay. Here we go. That's what we're talking about. Oh, that doesn't look nice. <laughs> the first time you've seen, seen a curly fry. That is a particularly long curly fry. That's not yeah, appealing, that is a, is it? It's a big that's one. That's a really long one. That's, <laughs> yeah. that's the size of a jumbo sausage, yeah. <laughs> And thank you very much, everyone who has tweeted Krishnan Guru Murthy since this episode went out, yep. uh, saying, "What about these ones? What about these ones?" And uh, people still do it. It's really funny. Yep. I can really, I really love seeing that people are only listening to it for the first time and tweeting him out the blue, saying, "What about these ones?" Yep. And hopefully, this will reignite that. Tweet Krishnan Guru Murthy with a picture of curly fries, saying, "What about these ones?" Yes, yes, please. Ah, oh, some great, great revelations there. Uh, you know, yo, well, I love just as much as revelations. What is anecdotes? I love riveting stories. We. We are the Parkinson and Jonathan Ross of food-based podcasts. That is correct. We get out the good anecdotes. Uh, yeah, and Graham yeah. Norton. Shout out to Graham Norton. Yeah. Benito's Graham Norton. So Graham Norton, Jonathan Ross and Michael Parkinson. Yes. All mixed up. Uh, so we've got some, we've had some great anecdotes on the Off Menu podcast. Uh, not least of all from Jamie Dimitri, Tom Allen and Phil Wang. Oh, let's have a listen. I've got a, uh, a a question for you about something that I know you've eaten and I've seen you eat. Uh, I wanted to know what it was like. <laughs> James has been watching you for many weeks. Yes. Now. What was the marmalade sandwich like in Paddington 2? Oh, right. Okay. Well, Because um, you made it look really nice. Do you know what? It was you've eaten a Paddington surprisingly sandwich. phenomenal. I mean, they were... Did it actually have marmalade in it? Yeah. So they yeah. had a proper marmalade sandwich yeah. for you? Yeah, it, I, I, I tell you what, it was such a relief as well because, uh, I mean, by the way, for any listeners, you won't know I'm in Paddington because I'm in it for one second. <laughs> but uh, I, I played a prisoner in that, and there's a scene where, uh, so the prisoners are livid because they have to eat gruel all the time. Yep. And I mean, as authentic as they wanted to make the marmalade delicious, they made the gruel disgusting. Right. It was <laughs> like it was like a quinoa, a cold, sludgy quinoa porridge with like. Bits that you couldn't identify in it, yeah. but we had to eat it because like, there were like loads of close-ups where they all they wanted to get was like you eating the eating food. Some gruel, yeah. And and like uh, there's a few scenes where I'm sat next to Paddington. I got a two shot with Paddington. <laughs> um, but yeah, so the, the gruel was like disgusting. And then the scene comes where Paddington makes everyone sandwiches, yeah. Yeah. and they're fucking nice. Yeah. Can we swear on this? Yeah. Yeah. yeah fu- I mean, yeah. 
it was the perfect marmalade. Actually, really happy to hear this. A certain that like the, uh, uh, that the Paddington sandwiches are as nice. I'm just. I've got. I'm calling bullshit on this. I know I'm in trouble. Wait, why? This is such a massive turnaround for you. Yes. For years, James refused to watch the Paddington films. Yeah. Oh, really? Well, the, the first one, and then uh, because he, the he thought one. the bear was weird and creepy. No, shifty and creepy. <laughs> shifty and creepy. Shifty and creepy. And I was like, mate, you've got to watch Paddington. It's a fucking brilliant film. He was like, no, absolutely not. The bear's shifty and creepy. I hate that bear. Yeah, that's what I said. And I'll stand stand by it. You don't stand by it because then you went and watched. Have you seen the first Shifty one? Yet? Yeah, I, I, I watched both of them in one day over Christmas and I loved them. They were yeah, so magical they're, they're and like like near, so funny. Near script perfect was, film. It was amazing. Yeah. yeah, the second one especially. Yeah. Oh, I love it so much. There's, every single bit of it was amazing. I got over the fact that the bear is the creepiest thing in the world. And Wait, no, but where's just, the shift? Where's the shiftiness? The shifty eyes. His eyes are all shifty. <laughs> His eyes are all shifty. He is he a very around, magical bear. He looks bear. around yeah. all shifty, and he's just very creepy. So I'm just got, I've got to call bullshit on this. You can't come out repping for Paddington suddenly. Mm. Well, I can. You, you, hey, this is a good good uh, thing to do in this day and age. So, so many people now refusing to change their opinions, right. arguing with each other. I'm just showing people you can do a turn. I'm sure, right, people, sure. Yeah. people will criticise you for changing your opinions, but you know, I think I'm right now. I think that those Paddington films are magical and wonderful, and uh, I also think I was right to initially think the bear was shifty and creepy. I'm 17 years old. Um, I've taken the day off school because I've told the school I'm going to go and look at university in Exeter. What I'm actually doing is I'm truanting with my next door neighbours, Jean and Dennis, and my mum and dad. Hold on. Jean and Dennis? Yes. How old are they? Mm, about 90 at the moment. 90? Mm, so Dennis when you were 17, is 90. Dennis is 90. Jean is a bit When you were 17, yeah. you were truanting. With how old were they at the time? Um, early 70s. You were truanting with a no, couple in their elderly 70s. 60s, 70s, yeah. Gene and Dennis. Gene and Dennis from the star. Yeah. Tom. I what, what, Tom. I don't see what's so funny I think you've got, you've got to know what details in the stories need expanded on and, 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 and aren't, as, aren't, aren't as normal as you think. I was truanting with my neighbours, Gene and Dennis. <laughs> I don't think that's truanting. What is it? Well, g- going away with some responsible adults. Mm, okay, fine. Yeah. But... <laughs> I guess if you were, were they like you know, trying to bunk off? Let's bunk off school. They they came around the school gates. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, no, it was it was arranged with my mum and dad, they, yeah. who were coming as well. So they were there as well. Yeah, they were also part. So of So why why did you lie? Have, why did you lie to the school? Because I was embarrassed to say, please can I have a day off so I can go out to lunch? So <laughs> I said. Um, I'm going to go to Exeter University to have a look round mm. on the open day, knowing full well I had no intention of going all that way to university. Right. Didn't even want to go to university by that point, but I was prepared to use it. So, I never went to university. So, so the full gang? There's five of us, yeah. Gene Dennis, Mum, Dad, me. <laughs> the truants. The truants. Um, <laughs> the truants. Absconding. Not only from the school, but from the country. Yeah. From the country? Because we were going to France. <gasps> we got up very early. Oh, we got in the car. Um, I think my dad may have borrowed a car at this point from his friend. Um, so it's slightly bigger. We went down, we got the early ferry. Yeah. On which we had a croissant, which to me at this point was extremely, one might say impossibly glamorous. Yeah. Then we arrived in Calais, right? We then went to a... Um, Supermarché. <laughs> <laughs> what a 
most truant day. The best truant day. Yeah, the most time. Yeah. Most people do truant. Yeah. They're like, you know, they go down like a car park and throw rocks at cars and yeah. stuff, or like they, they hang you around smoking with their mates. <laughs> you guys went to you France le- with Gene and Dennis. <laughs> you learned the word supermarché. You did more schoolwork on your truant day than you would have done I at school. I wasn't even doing any of a French. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> very, very dedicated. Uh, we went to the supermarché. We stocked up on French produce. Mm-hmm. Uh, wines. And then we went for lunch at a restaurant, which I, restaurant, which I believe still stands, called La Chanel. Um, the channel. <laughs> right on the harbour side. Yes. En France. Uh, en Calais. À Calais? Dans le Calais. Sure. Um, we were truanting. We truant. Truant the restaurant. Uh, With Jean and Denis. Avec Jean and Denis. Do you know what? Dennis has only got one N. So he is Denis. He is Denis. Yeah. Denis. Uh, and we... Went in there, right? Dennis speaks a bit of French because he went motorbiking around France after the end of the Second World War. Of course, yes. A little victory lap. A victory lap. (laughs) (laughs) On a motorbike. And so he speaks a bit of French. And we went in there. And it was a classically formal French restaurant. Restaurant. Mm. Have you ever been to one like that, James? I think you have because I think your parents went to France. A really formal one. I don't think I have been to a really formal French restaurant. Ed Gamble, have you been? I feel like I feel like I have been. They they're sort of like high back chairs, yes. Very crisp white linen, mm-hmm. a great formality of the service, which is an easy elegance about it. Yeah, sit down in the window. Mm. I didn't know what to make of it. I was like, I've never been in a restaurant like this before. Yeah, an up an upholstered chair like it, I'd never been mm-hmm. in. Yeah, and then your teacher stormed in. Tom Allen, <laughs> get back in the class. I can't believe this. I'm about to get the ferry here. <laughs> we followed you. Hide your honey with yourself. <laughs> and I was dragged back. No, Dennis ordered a Gewürztraminer. Gewürztraminer. Because mm-hmm. it's Alsace, it's an Alsace wine, uh, and it's French, not Gewürztraminer. Alsace, of course, very contentious area. <laughs> if you know Second World War, and, um, which Dennis did, of course, which was Dennis yeah. did, um, and Gewürztraminer, uh, delicious wine, and I was ordered the Fruit de Mer. Have you ever had the Fruit de Mer? <laughs> Fruits of the sea. Fruits of the sea, if you will. Seafood. Seafood. If you want to be unbearably plebeian. I'm just, for our listener, who might not have had fruit de mer before. Fruit de mer. Tom had fruit de mer avec Jean and Denis when he was trunting from école. De l'école, I sent back my first ever bottle of wine in New York oh, at a restaurant. Yeah. He sent a bottle back. It was... I don't think I've ever met anyone who sent a bottle back, no. apart from my dad, and I assume that was just him being difficult. I think I was being nibbled because it, it was an expensive bottle of wine. Yeah. Although, because it was at a restaurant, it might have retailed for like $30 and they uh-huh. pumped it up to $150 or whatever. And, um, and it was a Syrah, it was um, a, a Hermitage. Uh-huh. And, and I tasted it and I thought, it'll probably mellow out. And I thought, yeah, that's fine. So you didn't but, do it at that stage. Yeah, you, that's, you, didn't, you didn't do it at the taste stage. Yeah, I know, which I feel bad about. Glass, walk away. But with each sip, it didn't get better. It just kept being really sour yeah. around the mouth, yeah. where I guess it would. And and eventually, I said to the others, "Are you like? Are you enjoying this?" And they said, "I don't love it." So I thought, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna do it. I'm going oh. to say this is corked." At this point, <laughs> uh, 
At this point, how are you feeling physically when you, when, when you, when you decided you were going to do it? I couldn't feel my fingers. Yeah. yeah. I was terrified because it's quite a fancy restaurant. Yeah. And, um, and so the, I, the waitress came back and I said, sorry, I think this might be corked. My heart is like, dum, dum, dum. Yeah, yeah. and she goes, oh, really? Okay, um, I'll just go get our sommelier. Oh, and no, the no. big boy, I didn't the headmaster th- of wines. Yeah, it was, slides down his fireman's pole. Yeah. Into the, yeah, well, that into was, the that was scary. And I was like, oh, yeah, cool. You, you bring that piece of shit here. Yeah. <laughs> and so she goes off with a bottle. And I see in the corner, he, she gives it to him. And he takes so away. You can see all this playing. I can out. see all this. He can't oh, see me. He's twiddling his mustache, the yeah. smelly He gives the bottle a whiff. And he makes a sort of wince face, which and now the wince I can't tell if it's ooh that is bad or mm, this guy doesn't know what he's talking yeah, about because yeah. sure. <laughs> that's the same wince. It's, it's the, the same, same face. It's classically, that it's, is exactly the same wince. It yeah. is a disgust. It's yeah. the same emotion. Yeah, yeah. And so then he comes around. And I see, and just behind our table, he gets himself a glass and he pours a little bit on his drink, <laughs> yeah. and he takes a sip. And he comes over and he leans to me, and I'm just losing my mind. Yeah, yeah. And he says, um, this isn't correct. Uh, and now I'm in flight or fl- fight or flight. Oh, God. Yeah, like, sure. I, either I go, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. Like, I'll, I'll, I'll give you a kiss on the head. I'm really pleased. Yeah. Don't kill me. Or double down. And so I double down. Wow. And I go, really? It tastes very... Acrid. I thought I'll pick a different. Oh, yes. I'll pick a different oh. word for sour. Oh. Yes, mate. Take that. Sommelier. Everyone knows sour. Beat <laughs> the dictionary, you sommelier twat. <laughs> and he goes, "That's quite. It's, it's got a brown. That's a Syrah taste." And, he, and then he said, "It's actually rather lovely," which I think was Not his. Good word. That was Not his. Good word. That was no. his hullabaloo. Yeah, I think. And I said, "Oh, I don't know." And he said, "Well, if I get you another bottle, it'll probably taste the same." And so I said, we'll get something else then. And so I got a bottle of um, uh, Chateau Neuf de Pape because you can't go wrong, really. And he said, okay, lovely, great. And he got this Chateau Neuf de Pape and he tried it and he was like, that okay? <laughs> and it was actually still a bit sour, but I said, yeah, sour. that'll be fine. Were you, were you like also eating like sour skittles? I was brushing my teeth. I was brushing my teeth at the time. I don't yeah. know if that <laughs> changes anything. Still so proud of Phil for sending that wine back. I still would never do that. Oh, I respect that man so much. He's, yeah. a, he's an icon to me. He really is. That guy's Sending an icon. Sending wine back. Well, oh, no. Ed, I'm having so much fun listening to all of these. Such happy memories for me, all of these. Well, they, of these. they may be happy memories, but my favourite part of the Off Menu podcast is when you're not happy. Huh? Because people come in here and deliberately wind you up. Oh, and no. I love it, no, James. Ed, uh, please, uh, I hope you're not about to play clips from Kevin Godlam and Jess Phillips, Daisy May Cooper, Joe Lyson and Victoria Colin Mitchell. I am indeed. They no. really, really wound you up, and I loved every second of it. Oh, Let, let's hear it. Oh, I've got a bone to pick with you about. There we go. Because Uh-oh. there were lots of people. Where I went to New York recently for a family holiday at New Great. Year. Yeah. And James very kindly, among a group of friends, recommended lots of places to eat. Yeah. So I put them all together. I was really pleased with my um, mm. skills because I put them all together in one document and mm-hmm. I had a huge list of recommendations. Uh, and I felt really organised and I had that with the passport and all the flight details. Get to the airport, mm. go to check in. Hadn't done those Esther forms. So mm. couldn't <laughs> couldn't go to America. So right. I had... I'd, <laughs> 
I don't see how this is a bone to pick with me. Yes, it's it is, because fault. no one, everyone recommended, oh, go to this vegan diner, eat these noodles. No one said you can't get into the fucking country to eat the food if oh, you haven't done you the basic visa. That's not part of, how is this my I didn't go, oh, by the way, you also want to get on this flight. Any of it, you go, you have done your rest for Yeah, but you've not you've not asked them for recommendations about how to get into America. No of being in the country to eat the food is can I get into the country? You're not asking me to sort that. I thought they'd been patronizing of me. Never be scared of patronizing me because you're probably pointing out something I've overlooked. Okay. We 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 missed our flight. I should have rang you and said, Jokes, we've just missed our flight. So thanks for the diner recommendation. <laughs> but we've missed our flight. <laughs> I mean, all that advice and not one. But what did you ask for? What did you ask for? I did ask for food recommendations. Can I have some food recommendations? Yes. yes. And it's fair to assume that I knew because I had been to America before. I was going to say, but oh, I yeah. forgot. Gonna say oh, you Kevin, definitely you been to eat all these before. places. Oh, little tip as well: don't eat your Esther. I yeah. hope you've got that. Well, if you'd said that, we, you'd have done it unpatronisingly with humour, and I would have got the information. Actually, but I'm not, I'm not, I'm, I actually assumed you would have done it. Okay, I yeah, yeah everyone assumed that, and I had a uh, high opinion of you. Well, lower it. <laughs> you've definitely been to America before. Yes, you've worked in America before. Yes. Yeah, you have. Well. You've worked, but because so, I worked there, I think someone else filled the forms. Well, you would have had a visa if you had a working someone else visa. Did you it. Don't need a grown-up filled in the form. Yeah. Mm. I hate forms, Ed. But that's an online... The Esther thing is so easy to oh, do. Oh, is it? It's so a, a easy to do. Cut to me at the airport having a panic attack with crying children. <laughs> Are we not going on holiday anymore, Mummy? <laughs> it seems not, no. Right. <laughs> well, because James Acaster didn't Because tell James fucking Acaster told us where to get the best knickerbocker glory. <laughs> but we can't get into the country. No, I, don't, I mean, I, I would always have cheese. For yes! <laughs> Yes! Fuck you, Jess! <laughs> Fuck you! <laughs> no! Fuck up! Oh, it's finally happened! The first person. Someone's finally done and it! And I'm so on board with it. Oh, no, God! <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ! Jesus Christ? <laughs> that came out of nowhere. I should have. There were so many warning signs along the way. Breakfast for dinner, sucking a flannel, so much stuff that should have tipped me off that the cheese was coming round the bed and I didn't see it coming. I'm annoyed in myself that I didn't see this coming. Oh, oh God. Is that your, oh, is that your official choice? Yeah, yes. we'd have cheese. Oh, what a right. cry. Take, oh. Us through, take us through the cheeses you'd like on your cheese board, please, Jess. Right. Has no one ever said that before? No, I'm sorry. <laughs> just turned his microphone around. I can't speak into it. Um, I, I mean, you got to have like a blue, a hard cheese, mm-hmm. a soft cheese. I'd say a sheep's cheese and a goat's. Lovely. It's what I'd go for, and I would always. You know, I really like those crackers. Yeah. That have like sort of cherries in them, or uh, oh yeah, nice. or like or the like fruit nuts, like, nuts that are like really like brittle. And, yeah. I love that. They're really good. I love those. Yeah, so yeah, I'd really go for nice. that. James. Well, thanks for coming in, Jeff. <laughs> uh, your book is available. Triple Power. And we'll go and buy that. <laughs> Jesus. Oh man. Oh Jesus. I love that. What, what do you want for dessert? What's your dessert? It's oh, going to be so cross. A Pizza Hut salad with only croutons, <laughs> bacon bits. That's not what? 
Let her finish. No. Let this is the best thing that's ever happened to me. Please let Daisy finish. The fuck? This is this is this what is, are you this, doing? this is the best thing that's ever happened on this podcast. What are you doing? Please let it play out. Okay. A pizza hut salad with just the croutons, the bacon bits, the cubes of beetroot. And the honey and mustard dressing. Lovely. Oh, a bit of sweetness from the honey. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> but 70% uh, croutons. 70% croutons. When so, did you decide on this? Do you know all the time on your way here in the car you're going to say this shit? <laughs> Lining that up as your dessert. But 70% croutons, right? What part of you justifies that as a dessert? <laughs> well, how are you even justifying this? I just love I, lo- I just love a pizza hut salad. Well, well oh, good on you. Have it as your starter. <laughs> I don't want it as my starter. No. It's my dessert. Yeah. Uh, well, you can't have it as your dessert. You I can think if you you refreshing. can because you get the go, uh, go up as many as you time as many times as you like salad bowl. Yeah. And my, I, for my dessert, I'll always go up at the end of my pizza. You should be banned from pizza. And order the when everybody's having their dessert. A salad is refreshing, isn't it? So it just you know. Well, the croutons. He doesn't even believe what he's saying. (laughs) Bacon bits. uh, Yeah, I suppose it's refreshing under the honey mustard dressing. Yeah, lovely. And a bit of sweetness from the honey. You've said said that before. (laughs) You said a bit of sweetness from the honey. That is not good enough. (laughs) That makes it a dessert. (laughs) It does not make it a dessert. You know it. You don't even believe what you're saying now. I do. It sounds like a lovely dessert. You do not believe what you're saying. (laughs) Cleanses the palate. You're like Piers Morgan. (laughs) You're no better than Piers Morgan right now, Ed. You're You're just deliberately being controversial and trolling me. And Daisy, oh my god! Well, technically, a pizza Daisy, hut buffet salad with Daisy's, bacon in it. Daisy's whole meal has and been a dessert because she's eaten with a spoon. Yeah, she's eaten it all with, with a big old china spoon. Oh, I cannot believe this! Oh, that's my favourite dessert ever. On it that, is not. It's not your favourite dessert ever. A bacon salad. <laughs> A bacon salad. Well, it's mainly crude. Well, actually, hole. the bacon bits are not even actual bacon. No, they're, they're vegan, those, aren't they? I don't know. Yeah, yeah they are. Those bacon weird, bits are vegan. Crunchy yeah. bits. Yeah. Lovely. <sighs> texture. You. There's texture there. Texture. There's sweetness from the honey. How, of course. Is there not one pudding that you like that you could have chosen? Is there, there's not like a pudding that you've had before that you thought you're flavourless? Uh, you're having a goddamn salad, mate. <laughs> you always talk about flavour. <laughs> Oh, that's what jumps to mind as soon as I think of flavour. It's a, a fucking salad <laughs> with mainly croutons in it. Oh, Flavour Town. I just love Be the idea. Be still my jumping taste buds at this bread salad I'm eating. I love the idea that guests are now just coming on to troll you, James. <laughs> Absolutely insane. <laughs> Absolutely bananas. This is gonna. Oh. What a life. This is gonna break the internet. I can't wait. Has this upset you more than the pigs killing themselves? <laughs> yeah. I would rather watch a swarm of pigs swimming around in a, in a pool, slitting their own throats, than you eating your bread salad and calling it a dessert. <laughs> I would rather watch Chucky have the news of his mum's death broken to him again than watch you go up to the Pizza Hut buffet in plain sight and claim that you're going to get your pudding. (laughs) That's what I would rather happen. Okay, James, let's read the order back. I've decided. Mm -hmm. Um, It's a bowl of Special K with Oakley barista milk. What the... Yes! What in God's name... Special K, Oakley, 
Oatly a barista bowl milk. Bowl of cereal. No sugar. What? <laughs> what the fuck is the matter with you? How, how can you have a Krispy Kreme burger and then your dessert is just a bowl of cereal? Yeah. I fucking love cereal, James. <laughs> I've got nothing against cereal whatsoever, but the fact that it's your dream dessert is a bowl of special... Also... Oh, no sugar. Also... No sugar. No sugar. No sugar. Also, even if it was just a cereal round, Special K I'd be kicking off. That's your favourite cereal. It's a bowl of Special K. Is, well, it, even, the other... is, is, is it even the berries Special K? No. It's just plain Special, special K. K. And the other two choices were what? Weetabix or Bran Flakes. <laughs> you got the best Good one. God! <laughs> I was really, I was really humming and ahhing because currently I'm doing my bran flakes are my cereal of choice just because um, I'm trying to be a bit healthier. Yeah, sure. But I've actually fallen deeply in love with bran flakes. Um, So bran flakes. So you wouldn't want that as your dessert, would you? Get rid of the thing that you're deeply in love with and choose the special K. Well, no, special K feels like a treat. Mm. Right. Well, that's what what because it is a treat and it pairs very well with a gavvy. It does pair well with a gavvy. How is that a treat? It's so nice. I love cereal. You've just had a a donut yeah yeah that oh point. and yeah. now a little treat some special care for myself yeah it's indulgence like, it's rehydrating because it's all of the lovely milk and that's a key part of it as well it's the oatly barista edition milk which is posh that's a posh right. milk it's mm. hard to find sounds okay. delicious fine fine you've got some posh milk yeah on your appalling cereal choice what why is special care appalling look i've had, I've gone through special K phases before, but not because mm. I like it, just because I'm being, trying to be a good I sh- boy. I should clarify, by special K, I do mean ketamine. <laughs> oh, apologies. Yes, absolutely fine. Uh, but the milk is now an odd choice, but, yeah. like, fair enough. <laughs> what, does that go better with an almond milk? Yeah, it? yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really strange. <laughs> I love... I honestly think that people are deliberately trolling James now, and I'm here for it. I love it. No, ben, it's not. I'm a, being a Benito honest. Started, Benito started emailing people before they come on, going, for a laugh, don't choose a pudding. No. And if you can even tease early on. If it, I mean, the fact that you've come on here, so you used to eat melted bowls of chocolate, yeah. then put a, bur- uh, put a burger inside a donut. So absolutely, just had me going the whole way, like, here we go, we're heading to Sugar Town. And then you're like, yeah, and a bowl of crappy cereal. Unless you suddenly twist us and you put that whole bowl through the glaze curtain. Yeah, that's <laughs> the only thing that can save this. <laughs> Belly up, please. And so I'm, I'm losing it even well, more. Let's, let's let's hear Victoria's dream meal, please, Victoria, James. Victoria, you would like tap water. Here's the thing. Tap water didn't annoy me the first time round, yeah, and now it in is. Context, now in it's context. annoying because like, <laughs> <laughs> in, the, in the bigger picture, it's very frustrating. Because oh, I'm imagining, I'm imagining also it's tap water from your own home as yeah. well. Like you just yeah, said, why not? From my house. You, you would like. For your dream meal, tap water, bread with lots of butter, warm wholemeal roll with raisins. Ah, oh, I'm nostalgic for those days. That was, when, that was when you made me want that. I really want to go home and have that. I'm genuinely going to eat that at some point soon. Starter, just an avocado with some vinaigrette. Main, a plowman's with cheddar stilton, triangles of bread. I'm, I'm actually genuinely digging my fingers into my leg. I'm grabbing my leg so hard that I'm causing myself pain to get myself through the sentence because it's so long. I think it sounds delicious. Triangles of bread, grapes, apple, pickle, no celery. Side, cucumber salad. The home, oh, I like that sound of that very much. Drink, salted caramel martini. I'm going to just stare at that sentence for a bit longer so I don't have to move on. <laughs> Dessert, 
Rice pudding with a little bit of cinnamon. Mother's homemade rice pudding. Yeah. Lovely. <sighs> Lovely. Ooh. I think that sounds nice. That's that sounds more amazing. Of, you know. I mean, maybe I'm just wound up because it's Valentine's Day. <laughs> <laughs> maybe that's what it is. Maybe it's not about Victoria. I'm yeah. taking it out on her. No, it's definitely about that menu. Definitely about that menu, isn't it? But, I but you could eat that and you could get on with your day. Yeah, you could eat. It's not gonna. You could have that. You're right. Yes, it's delicious. If I if I have that for my Valentine's meal, I'll be happy. You tonight, as you tuck into your badger endouillette with orange sauce, (laughs) it'll come back into your mind. How delicious! The simple pleasure of a ploughman's. Of a ploughman's. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Oh, great! Love Victoria Corin Mitchell. He is the devil. <laughs> I remember not enjoying her menu, but the fact it annoyed you so much really made me like it more. I'll tell you what, I can't believe so many people winding me up. Not as many people wind you up. No, that's some true. Some people nice. come on and they try and wind you up sometimes, but not. I, I, I can think of Jay Rayner and Greg Davis. Can't think of anybody else. Yeah, well, they can't wind me up, mate. I'm the icebox. Oh, they wound you up all right. These I'm, guys wound you up. I'm cool as a cuke. I'm going to let you explain the chocolate eclair and you can talk about the chocolate eclair, but just know that I disagree with your choice wholly and we can have that argument in a few minutes. OK. <laughs> there is a childhood element. Yes, OK. okay. So um, desserts and sweet things were not a big thing in our house because my mother was fully aware that we all had our size issues, um, but, they, but they would be outbreaks of indulgence. So rather than there being... So I had this thin friend and their family had a chocolate drawer in the kitchen and, yes. and there was a drawer just full of chocolate yeah. and, and I would see him he would go in and he would open it and take one piece out and he'd eat it and then close the drawer and I didn't understand how that worked because, <laughs> because if that drawer had been in my house it would just be emptied on a daily I had, basis I had a thin friend who had that drawer as well. <laughs> if that drawer had been in my house there would have been a padlock on it That's, exactly That's so, a, oh. so anyway so every now and then well thin people playing I know guess what guys a chocolate drawer now. <laughs> have you? Yeah. Have you really? Yeah, but oh. you don't. You don't oh, restrain yourself. You just don't put on weight. That's true. I'm yeah. a freak. <laughs> Is that true? Can you eat literally anything? Uh, at the moment. I mean, we'll see how long yeah. that lasts. Yeah, I'm coming back in ten years to laugh. And yeah, 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 James and his uh, and his dad are absolute sweet freaks. Are they? Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. It's very funny that it's my dad as well. Yeah. <laughs> so sometimes my my father would appear with a box of, of pastries. And he'd gone to some place in Hampton. There would be a box of pastries. And we were always told that we couldn't have the chocolate eclair because it was his. Ah. And however often we said, get two? Yeah. <laughs> get two chocolate eclair, maybe three? It wouldn't happen because he, his need for an assortment. Yeah. He needed, he needed right. an assorted yeah. box. So I could never have the chocolate eclair. But I bloody love a chocolate eclair. Shoe pastry is a brilliant thing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, profiteroles are made from shoe pastry. It's a, it's a cooked-out pastry, which is then baked. It's very hard to make. And then it's filled with cream. And then it's got thick layers of chocolate on top. And it's tactile, isn't it? And yeah. so, you know, it's um, basically, it's me dealing with my father issues. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it is a finely calibrated piece of dessert work, pastry mm. work. You've got pastry, you've got cream, you've got chocolate on yeah. top. What I can see in Ed's, 
Ed's eyes yeah. is he's trying to muster his arguments it's to rebut me. But he's he's feeling on slightly fragile ground. Well, he's well, well I, I am now I, because I, you've I obviously like... described it so well. That's your that's your trade, and you've you're convincing Listen, me. Listen, Ed, it's no shame in being turned by Rainer. <laughs> <laughs> he's been turned onto the rib. So. Happened to be earlier. I know. Yeah, I've got a present now. <laughs> I I always I think I when yeah. I want to do yeah. that, I want something yeah. dense and luxurious and unctuous and I feel like but enough about your personal I've ever, life. <laughs> I've ever had yeah. is I've bitten into it and it's gone like this it's just too much air in it too much air too much air in it uh-huh. so you like don't cre- like chocolate clays because you've only had shit ones cream's boring cream's boring cream's boring <sighs> airy cream too much bubbles your podcast mate <laughs> I'm the same with profiteroles. I think shoe pastry is like weird and tasty. What about a croc en bouche? No, that's that's just a that's just a sculpture. A sculpture dribbled in caramel yeah, but the, with cream inside it. It's that oh, hard caramel. Listen, I knew it was ripened open. Yeah, I knew it was letting you talk for a while. And that was that was getting you. <laughs> Any dessert that needs to be made in a traffic cone. Yeah, is uh, clearly a fine thing. No, it's 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 showing off a croc on bouche. It's showing off, says a stand-up comedian. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we come to your starter, please. And why not? Um, you're not going to like this. I've already thought about this. We're not no, going like to like it. No, I don't think you're going to like Neither it. Neither of us are going to no, like and it. And I am firm in my decision. Okay, this is great. I I don't think anyone's ever upset both of us at the same time. Oh, maybe we've had some people. Oh, yeah, maybe, yeah. But, uh, but like, no, no one going in this defiant from the from the from the get go. I might like, be wrong. You know, it like this. Been, this uh, might have been done before. Okay. Big sip. Take the big big swig coffee. of his drink. Ready to drop ready? it on us. Yeah. Pass. What? <laughs> I don't agree with the starter. <laughs> oh man. I absolutely love it. Yeah. I mean, it is unacceptable. Because, for one, Ed is a starter boy. He loves starters. Why would you so this is the best great. bit? This is it's great. A, it's a bonus main yeah. you know, on a little plate. Trouble in paradise. It's the equivalent to going for a haircut and saying, can I have a trim, please? Now can I have a haircut? It's not the it equivalent is. of that at all. <laughs> Ed, this, it, to- this totally serves you right for having other friends besides and I, me. And I, it's nice to put it out there. Whenever I go for a meal with anyone and they go, ooh, I think I'll have a starter, I, I genuinely resent them and it ruins them for me wow well, because you don't want a starter so you're annoyed that your meal's taking longer but just have a starter I do yeah you have a starter and you enjoy it I don't enjoy it you don't enjoy it no, I don't no matter enjoy what it. it is you no, don't enjoy I don't. it I order the starter that I think will take the least amount of time to prepare so that I can then get onto my meal but the meal the meal pass. of the starter is part of the... I pass no you can't pass <laughs> I have passed you, can, you can't well bring we... did it Fine, then we're bringing you out an empty plate and you have to sit here for as long as it would take you to eat a starter. As, as, as often I do when I'm out with rude people. <laughs> rude people? You think people who order starters are rude? It's the same as, it's the same as shattering pop for me. It's not, why? Because well, I have to sit while you have your starter. Do you, what, do you like eating out? You just want to get home as quick as possible? No, I want to enjoy my main course. And I'll luxuriate in the time I take to eat my main course. Ooh. I can't believe Ooh. this. This is, it's funny. We've never had a pass before. I pass. Right, let's ask the follow-up questions. Is there anywhere in particular that you enjoy not having a starter? <laughs> all restaurants. Name, name, some of, name some of the restaurants that you enjoy not, an empty plate so, at. You've not even had one starter in your whole life that you were like, that was delicious. And that no, you, would, I, you would want as your starter now. I find it... I find it... <laughs> let me think how to phrase it. Unwanted, commercialised foreplay... <laughs> 
sounds lovely. I'm hard. Let's eat. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Passes on a starter. Greg Davis passes on a starter. You're in the dream. You're in the oh, dream restaurant. Who pa- are, he's passed on a dream. Oh, that that cuke seems to have warmed up a little bit. Oh, it's like having a dream where you're riding a unicorn and going, well, no, I don't, don't need the horn. It can just oh. be a regular horse. Watching you and Greg clashes at the, 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 the war of the starters. I like a good war, Ed. I well, love a good war, don't you? It's interesting you say that, James, because we've started our own war right here on the Off Menu podcast. Although I think maybe uh, we've met extended a pre-existing war sure we, a war that a war that we were previously unaware of but Be- it has been raging on between two nations over jollof rice in fact i'm thinking we should probably just change the name of this podcast the jollof menu oh lovely ed Thank absolutely lovely ah oh. so there's been a war between nigerian jollof rice and ghanaian jollof rice and the main generals in this war have been lolly adafope selassie bormita and sophie duca oh good looking battle faithful soldiers <laughs> um, is this bowl of Nigerian food has it got a name would you always refer to it as something or was it just waiting there for you um, and was it always the same things in it or was it different stuff different things it, pounded yam and stew would be one thing or pounded mm. yam with a goosey is one thing yeah. or jollof rice would be a different thing so you wouldn't have them together no well I actually probably would because I'd love to mix it shuffle, up and yeah, yeah, but yeah. That, that's not the norm to have rice and yam and was this stuff already made and left over in general, yeah. Or was it made for you? Sometimes it was made for me and I felt bad. But my mum would be like, are you hungry? And then I'd say yes. I think it sort of reminds me of when I graduated and then moved back home again. It was just see, like going out and then mum would cook some dinner and eat her dinner at a normal time. Yeah. And then I'd get back and there'd be like a cold thing waiting yeah, to warm yeah, up in exactly. the microwave at like half past midnight or something yeah. when I was pissed. And sometimes I would say, okay, no, don't, don't make it for me. I want pounded jam. And mm. then I would start to make it and I would be doing such a bad job that she would come in and be like, okay, I'll sort this out. I really want Nigerian food now. Yeah, you made me want pounded yam. Yeah. Oh, you'll love it. You'll absolutely love it. Pounded yam in Soho. Uh-huh. But I guess before that, um, I would always, well, you can't get it anywhere but jollof rice, which is mm. uh, Ghanaian, not Nigerian. Ghanaian. <laughs> oh, wow, well, I mean, now, now we're doing a cross podcast beef. Yeah, yeah. Because, yeah well, bring it. Lolly was here. Comedian yeah. Lolly Adafoku yeah. was here and saying she wanted Nigerian food, and I believe jollof rice was brought up. Yeah. So, so a, a shot has been fired yeah. over the, over the bounds. <laughs> um, jollof rice, if all restaurants served it, definitely. Yeah. Would you be thanking Jesus in church if, if all restaurants served <laughs> jollof rice? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> back to church. Yeah. Yeah. I'm there three, ta- three times a day now. Uh, <laughs> one, one for the surf, one for yeah, the turf, yeah, one, one for the jollof rice. Yeah. Yeah. And then a little extra prayer for Peshwari Naan. Yeah. <laughs> and then once more just to curse Nigerian jollof rice. Yeah. Yeah. So. <laughs> 
please, please, Lord, get rid of it. I don't like it. <laughs> so what's what's jollof, what's jollof rice? How, how would you how are you putting together jollof rice? Uh, you first make well. I'm describing it how I make it. So it depending on what you're adding, so chicken or lamb or beef or goat or anything, you make a stock from the meat. Yeah. Then you use the stock to make a stew. So it's, it's a tomato stew. Yeah. And then you add your veg if you want to add veg then you cook it in basmati rice not American long grain (laughs) (laughs) basmati rice and it's it's just a a a stewed rice made from tomato sauce and then you can add the meat or you grill the meat separately and then you have it on the side nice and it's it's everything yeah. That doesn't sound very good, actually. I, I got lost in that. Yeah. Like, it's like I was listening to a poem. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I think I'd have some jollof. Jollof rice. Now, we've, we've had some controversy over the... It's uh, the third time. Well, did yeah. you have a Nigerian on? We had... We had... <laughs> yes, uh, now. So, Unrelated to food, but I wouldn't... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, here's the thing. Now I'm having to admit... So we've had... This is the third mention yeah. of jollof rice we've had. We've had... Selassie, mm. and we had Lolly. Yeah. Mm. Now you and I know now that it is you've pushed it over to two for how, how, how do you say it? Ganyan. Ganyan rice. Yeah. Yeah. Ganyan or rice from Ghana. Yeah. People say Ghanaian, but in Ghana yeah. they say like Ganyan. Right. So Selassie was also he Selassie was also lent. Well. He was a very quiet, very relaxed guest until it came to talking about jollof rice, and then he leant right into the microphone and he went, "Jollof rice is not Nigerian." Really wow, that's dark. Yeah. that's dark. That's dark. But it's true. It's it's five. it's bad. I've like got into trouble because I'd like be bad mouthing <laughs> Nigerian rice. Like I was just like I was with my mum on this thing called like, Africa in the Square where they've got loads of African stalls and loads of people queuing up for the jollof rice. And I was like queuing up my mum. I was like, oh, it's not even worth it because it's Nigerian. And these girls turned around. I was like, what did you say? And I was like, uh-huh. it's true. And then like we had a fight about jollof rice. <laughs> it's not like Nigerian food is is not good <laughs> okay. well you really look, you took that pause to make sure you were diplomatic and then just completely no ignored. it's oh, stu- the, the rice is stupid it's all like fat stupid rice also that's like, <laughs> fat, fat, fat stupid rice <laughs> they don't make it with long grain rice they make it with like uh-huh. fat stupid rice fat, stupid rice also yeah. there is like there's a lot of in my like Auntie WhatsApp groups. There's lots of like myths about what's happening, uh-huh. uh, like with food. There's, there's a lot of it is quite problematic and worrying. Like a uh, myth of plastic rice that people were making plastic rice. And I was like, it's just because oh. someone's had Nigerian jollof right. and they think it's made of plastic. <laughs> it's terrible. The war rages on, of course, uh, and good luck to anyone out there on the battlefield. Yes, pick a side and pick it well. Now it comes to the off-menu awards. There is only one award, uh, and it's best description of food. There is only one nominee and one winner, and that winner is Marcus Samuelson for this description of how to make gnocchi. Mm -mm -mm. Gnocchi is something that I've, like, probably only got into in the last, like, I don't know, five years. Mm -hmm. I started eating it and like it, so I really like it, but I'd say I wouldn't know what makes a good one. So like, you can make, we can go through it. It's very, yeah. like, yes, you, you want to you wanna roast the potato first. You want to start there, right? Mm-hmm. So they don't get mealy and watery. So you just roast sweet potatoes or potatoes. Just roast them until they're soft. Mm. And you scrape them out. And then you add it. You don't, want, you don't want them heavy. So that comes down to don't use too much flour, right? So these are your potatoes. 
a little bit of olive oil, a little bit of flour, salt, maybe some nutmeg. You want same time as you roast the, the potatoes, maybe you roast two, three pieces of uh, garlic as well. So you just mash that up. That's your gnocchi. Mm. So the the key thing on something a gnocchi gets heavy is because they have too much flour in it. And so you just want a little bit of flour to bind it, maybe an egg yolk, just to tie it all together. And that's your gnocchi. And then you put a pan of water on and you just blanch them really because you drop them in. Once the water is brought to a boil, you lift them out and then you just put a hot pan on with olive oil or, or clarified butter and then you just sear the gnocchi and then you add in a little bit of butter in the end, salt, pepper, done. Oh. Do you know what? I think that description there is going to be our most re-listened to <laughs> section of the entire podcast we've ever done. I think a lot of people are going to re-listen to that. They'll be pausing it and doing that bit. Re- rewinding it and going, it, yeah. I want to listen to that again. Oh, Ed, my stomach's rumbling, my mouth is watering. Thank you, Marcus. Thank you so much, Marcus. Now, that was a fairly straight-up choice. We all like a bit of gnocchi. But there's been some absolute weirdos on this podcast, James. It's, oh, it's... absolute weirdos. Tom Carriage, Joel Domit. Uh, does the name Lou Sanders mean anything to you? And let's not forget Mike Skinner. It's very interesting to find out that some of these people we interview who are quite prominent public figures have such odd food habits. But let's hear a little bit of it now. And don't forget to tear into Joel Domit forever. Yes, keep tweeting Joel Domit. I've noticed that's dipped down, but keep on going. Yep. To drink, sir. Well, also, he's probably half and half again. Half Coke Zero, half Diet Coke. Yeah, 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 yeah. Half wine, half beer. Pe- well, <laughs> no, well, I, it's very difficult, this, because I'm trying to work out. So I knocked booze on the head six, about nearly six years ago, right? So I've become, it become quite a huge part of my life, yeah. is the best way of describing it. So but I'm like, if this is a one-off thing, mm-hmm. like, and it's just one-off, and it will never affect my brain cells again, and it yep. won't take me... I might go for 24 happen. cans of Stella. Like... <laughs> <laughs> I might go for 24 cans of Stella. Alternatively... <laughs> I'd absolutely love that. Why are you trying to skip over that? <laughs> yeah. Alternatively, <laughs> a, a, a can of Diet Lilt. I love Diet Lilt with fish and chips. You know, can of Lilt. Diet Lilt. Lilt. Yeah. I haven't seen it in a... Well, I have had it. Actually, that's what I was going to say. I haven't seen it in ages. I, I had some yesterday. But it's one of the... So, you know, it's, it's, it, it depends on how bad we've been. I mean, I've gone for fish and chips. If I'm going, if I'm going all in and it's one day only and it's not going to take me down the route that I went down. Maybe, yeah, maybe a whole slab of Stella. <laughs> yeah, that would. I, yeah, that. Why I might Stella? Do that. Of all of the beers. Well, I think when you have an issue with alcohol, you look for the yeah. ones that hit the spot quicker. <laughs> yeah. so, Stella, Stella was does that. great. Stella's straight there. Yeah. Specifically 24 cans of it. Yeah, well, like, you load up with 24 and then you see where an evening goes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Stella, I think the fact Before you picked 24 cans of Stella probably shows that you were right to knock it on the head, Tom. Uh, yeah, that's your go-to. Yeah, that. Do you want them as separate cans? Or, because I can do whatever you want here, I can do as one big guzzler can for you that's like 24 cans... <laughs> With a, with a little straw, maybe. Well, it, actually, well, if we're going for it and we're in a restaurant and there's, it's like, I wouldn't mind one of those, like, really comedy hats that yeah. have cans in yeah. that you could sit in. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. And so then a straw. Do you want one of those that can fit 24 cans Yeah, in 12 it? each side would be so like amazing. Like, like, yeah. yeah, that would be... Yeah. Yeah. I'm up for that. <laughs> yeah, that, that would be great. Can you arrange that, Mr. Yeah, Genie? I'll, I'll, I'll sort that out for you. There we are. No we're worries. Going. One Stetson beer dome coming right up. <laughs> 24 cans of Stella. Yeah. <laughs> Joe, yeah. what what drink are you having to accompany this? Um, well, I think I'd, genuinely, I'd, I'd have a protein shake. I oh do my like protein god! Shakes. 
I really love them. I have them all the time. I have, I've, I have this this new one which is absolutely delicious. It has a little bit of strawberry in it. Yeah. It's just really just tangy, lovely. What's it and called? Then I've, uh, it's an Optimum Nutrition one. Not uh-huh. being paid by them. Yeah, and um, before I go to bed, I have a casein protein, which is like you have a protein shake before you go to bed. Yeah, yeah. Well, just because really you got to work out in your drinks. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, and then I uh, I also have that. I spread that over my porridge in the mornings. I love porridge. I really yeah. love porridge. Sometimes, yeah. sometimes. Another thing that you like more than anything yeah. you've yeah. listed today. Yeah. That, that, that could have been your starter. Yeah, <laughs> could have been. So, yeah. I, um, <laughs> It's not I that sort of podcast, Lou. <laughs> Everything is these days. Nobody ever woke. <laughs> um, or I like bits of stuff, so I don't. I don't want to want to be. I don't want to be weighed down by one meal. Mm. Uh-huh. So I want the tapas, but tapas. I, want, I want the tapas to be of my choosing. Mm. Global tapas, baby. Global. <laughs> okay. So your main course is foods from all over the world. Global tapas. So you want tapas, but like from everywhere. Yeah. You've got to stop saying global tapas. Yeah. I don't think I can. No, especially now you told her not to. So hang on, we've gone from Thai food to vegan rose to global tapas. But what have the first two got in common? They can sit in the global tapas. So... Two of the little dishes in your global tapas are the red Thai curry and the vegan roast. Yeah. Yes. You could put the red Thai curry in a Yorkshire pudding. How about that? No, thank you. No, why not? Mix. That sounds nice. I won't mix the tapas. There's a pub near my dad's that Mm. does the the pub meals are all. You just get a giant Yorkshire pudding and they fill it full of stuff. See if you know your dad. You can get you could get curry in that. You could get really? chicken tea. Where's this place in the New Forest? That's lovely, actually. You get a giant Yorkshire pudding, and they the do forest? one with chilli con carne, and they do one with that's New Forest, Hampshire. I would Has like it? to go to this place. What's it called? No, it's called the Trusty Servant. The Trusty Servant. Yeah, that is a very. I mean, road trip to the Trusty Servant. Sure, well. absolutely. It's a good pub. Big insight into Ed's family there. <laughs> <laughs> I eat at the Trusty Servant. <laughs> oh yes, I get the subtext there. <laughs> give us an example. If we give you five little dishes yeah. that you mm. can have from across the globe for yeah. your main course, that getting. will allow that. Yeah. Okay. Go. No, you no, need no, to pick them. We're not, we're not yeah. going to read out a load of different things from all over the body. You choose five of them. <laughs> this is your choice. You we'll read out every dish okay, in the world. Okay, go. <laughs> we'll start with A. Oh, so your face was so serious when you said, okay, go. You really composed yourself. And you're like, okay, I'm ready. I'm ready to do this. I didn't I'm ready want to hear fu- the menu. I just didn't want to fuck you up. I was really ready. Okay. Okay, so you've got your tie dish. Yeah. Oh, so that's on the so, that's, that's on the, the, the red, yeah. red tie curry. with the brown rice. It's all in with one, the little, rice, it's one little dish. Yeah. Okay, we'll let you have that. I might start with that. And then you've got your roast with the trimmings. Mm-hmm. But, but hold on. So what's that? It's a little dish. It's a little dish. It's got. So what's your roast with the trimmings in that Whoa, little dish? It's Yorkshire, Yorkshire pudding. But, it, but it's as big as one Yorkshire pudding. This dish. Vegan Yorkshire pudding. Okay, and it's got stuff inside it. So what's inside the Yorkshire pudding? How do you make vegan Yorkshire puddings? Oh, they've done it before. They'll right. do it again. Okay. Um, Stuffing. <laughs> Stuffing? Yeah. Inside the Stuffing inside, um, inside the Yorkshire pudding. Don't check your phone while I'm going in with dream Sorry, dinner. My sister texted me about a flat check. <sighs> Carry on. Um, You're always on, James. Yeah. Broccoli. It's made an appearance again and I can't help that. Okay. But it is Broccoli in a roast. Or maybe spinach. Or, um, spinach in a roast. Well, throw up some other ideas then. Oh, I'm parsnips. On the spot here. 
Roast parsnips. Roast potatoes. Carrots. Potatoes. Uh, Roast potato, little ones, and some mash, and then some gravy, and then we're done. Okay, so two types of potato in a Yorkshire pudding. (laughs) (laughs) What would you like for your starter? Uh, Cushy punch. What? So, um... (laughs) So, cushy punch is a very famous, um... Californian weed edible. Ah. Um, I'm not into weed. Yes. Makes me think that I left the iron on. Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah, sure. <laughs> what? I don't mean... It makes you paranoid. Huh? Makes you paranoid. You yeah, it makes, makes yeah, me think... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I you, some, something. Something. Did I put the yeah, alarm yeah, yeah. on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know yeah. that exact feeling. You know? Yeah. <laughs> don't like that feeling. You don't like weed, however... So, however, I don't like weed, but um, Cushy Punch... Yes. ...do a uh, Indica... Only one. So there's like, apparently there's like two things. Is uh, sativa uh-huh. and indica is like in weed. Yes. And it's sativa that makes you think that you left the iron on. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. <laughs> Someone in California has very uh, generously removed the did I leave the iron on factor from yeah. weed. Yeah. And put it into a edible, a jelly. Uh-huh. And just left the indica bit, which is the sort of like bodily sort of thing where you just go, oh, I don't care about the iron. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it might be on, you know? but fuck it. <laughs> you know? So and, and so, yeah. And, and it also, as well, just makes you really enjoy food. Oh, right. So it really gears you up for the rest of the meal as well. That's clever. You'll be unsurprised to learn that you're the first person to pick a weed edible as their starter. Yeah. Even though no one's picked it yet, it is 100% what all the listeners thought you were going to pick. So it's fine. <laughs> uh, so that's good. No one's surprised? Well. Well, well, well. Bizarre choices. Absolutely bizarre. They're wackadoo, those guys. I'll tell you what, though. At least they didn't make me feel sick, you know? No, no. I mean, Joel Domitz maybe made me feel a little bit sick, but... with rage. Nowhere near as sick as these people made me feel with these moments from their episodes. We're talking Desiree Birch, Sean Clifford, Evelyn Mock, Catherine Bohart, Kima Bob, and Grace Dent. So, okay... Um, there, there are honorable mentions to every cheesecake that's ever existed. <laughs> However, I will say that I have to take a lactose enzyme to enjoy any of them because I'm lactose okay. intolerant. Right. It sucks. It makes, I mean, you know, cake is fine. Butter's okay. You know, if it's baked in whatever, but it makes every sort of dessert that comes with a side of ice cream, just like a slap in the face. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. And especially in this country, because it's full of people who uh, historically can process dairy. Yeah. Well. yeah. And so yeah. everything is ice cream at the interval and like you know scoop of whatever or like in a you know a custard and it's beautiful but like I have to take one to two of those things and if I time it poorly I'm just like I gotta go I gotta gotta go have a horrible crap (laughs) (laughs) it was so tasty and it's like whoop there goes all of dinner that I was hoping to enjoy (laughs) I've never seen Ed this happy any episode so far Oh, so funny. Also, because you made eye contact with Ed when you said yeah. horrible stuff. Oh, I horrible Also, I think my favourite sort of humour is when <laughs> you've suggested what... We all knew what you were heading for. But now I'm going to go went, for it. No, horrible just, crap. Just to make <laughs> sure that we're all clear, it is 
vomiting out of the other end. That is what I'm talking about. All the oysters and the scallops going, well, we're all in this together. <laughs> it's a good thing she didn't chew us, because yeah. now we got to go out into the world and fend yeah. for ourselves. <laughs> so, we went out as we came in. Oh. <laughs> And alone. Uh, Maybe I'll see my shell again. (laughs) She kept it. It's in her purse. Here you go. Good luck. Just try desperately ruining plumbing. I hope I land on the sill. (laughs) Desiree, before you flush, can you mind chucking the guy's shell? I I, I know you got it. Yeah. Yeah, life changes crafty. I ate all that broccoli rob for nothing. (laughs) When I was a kid, I went to this like circus, not circus, I don't know, like a performance thing for kids. Mm -hmm. And there was a guy on stage and one of his tricks was to invite four kids up on stage and to give them whatever drink they wanted. (laughs) 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 But out, but wait for it, out of the same teapot. And I was too scared to go up, yeah. but I've never forgotten. And the genie reminds me a little bit of, of that guy. And I'm telling you, one of the kids picked carrot juice. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. What's wrong with that kid? Yeah. Trying try, try to throw the magician off, I guess. And, um, and he had it. And he did it. I don't know how they did it. But they did it. He, has, he actually made carrot juice come but out you know, of the teapot. But do you know what? He probably just had... You know those things in pubs they, with the buttons, with the different... But then you can't have yeah. an yeah. infinite thing. You can't have... No. It's like whatever yeah. the kid's name is in there. Oh, God. If I was a little kid and they got me up to do that trick <laughs> and uh, I, I, you get to me, I'd go, piss. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if only you, the listener, could see quite how proud James's little face is right now. <laughs> it's like he's the little kid who's just yeah. sent into the magician. What if I'm really happy? And he's, he's <laughs> foxed him. So they're really happy. And then when he made the carriages come out, I'll be like, what's wrong with this guy's piss? <laughs> Evelyn uh, has a food-based Instagram account, which is why she's quite an exciting guest for me. What's called, it called, Evelyn? Things I pooped out. <laughs> which I love. But I show all the things before I poop them out. That's nice of you. Yeah. 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 Have you ever thought of setting up a different account where you post it after you've pooped it out? That's on YouPorn. <laughs> and that's something else. I'm making a lot of money from that. Um, <laughs> I once actually had a friend who put up like a photo of his poop on, mm. on I think it was like Facebook. Right. And it got taken down. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, but it was, uh, I, I applauded his daring. Why did he put a picture of his poop up on Facebook? I think he had like some kind of stomach issue. <laughs> what? So it was like, uh, guys, does anyone know what's up with me? <laughs> yeah, so it was like a genuine question to hive mind. Exactly. Yeah. What is anyone wrong? experienced this? Why is it this color? Um, yeah, I think he was just like a he was just like a very provocative kind of guy. So yeah. he just wanted to yeah. be a bit like daring. I think. Look at this! I'm really ill. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Please send help. Yeah. Um, but yeah. On your Instagram account, uh-huh. uh huh. What have been some of the most liked 
and you know successful images you've posted that people have really responded to and loved? I think it's been um, uh, people really like desserts. Oh uh, yeah. So yeah, people yeah, really yes, like yes, like yes, ice yes. cream and like mm-hmm. um, any type of anything with cream on, which I love. I uh-huh. love cream. So anything that looks really spectacular, mm. I think people really like that. Uh, and then also meat. People really like meat on Instagram. Meat and cream. Yeah. That's the thing. I think uh, there's certain since Instagram has become a thing. There's places that you go to buy a thing that you then put on Instagram. Like there's, mm. like there's, I don't know if you've been to that. There's an ice cream place where it's like an ice cream cone, but then there's, it's got like a huge collar of candy floss around it. I've been there, yeah. Yeah, and that seems to have been created simply for people to put yeah. it on Instagram yeah. because yeah, yeah, it's probably yeah. a pain in the ass to eat. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, it no just, way that it just looks nice. good. It's for likes. There's no way that's that's worth it. It was very ordinary. I oh, you, you had that? I had it, okay. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> If there's anywhere that's been on Instagram, I've probably been there if it. I've been able to access it. It's yeah. the same with, like, freak shakes. You know freak shakes? Yeah, yeah sure, sure, Where they've just got, like, all manner of shit in yeah. there, and then all the sauces all dribbling down the side of the yeah. glass. That yes. gets on my nerves. Yeah. That's like a heart attack. It's a heart attack, yeah. and you can't drink it because the, it, yeah. it's just a dirty cup. It's impractical, <laughs> yeah, because the, the, the sauce on the outside of the glass is very annoying. It's just yeah. for the picture. Yeah. Just for the pick. Um, How did you go about eating the ice cream with the collar of candy floss around it? So you you have to get through the candy floss first. Uh-huh. Um, and so you just stand there kind of like a child trying to eat it. Yes. And then and it's very it's really unexciting to yeah. eat candy floss. Yeah. It's like fun for the first like maybe bite, but then it's kind of like a chore, I yeah. think. And then you just eat it regularly, like the ice cream. Not just, very exciting. No, is it? So the, the, the candy floss, I find, yeah, just... Uh, it, it's that instant guilt of it. You just go, yeah. I'm just eating goddamn sugar. <laughs> and like, and you, you could feel it like dissolving your gums. Yeah. It's not good. I've never liked candy floss. Luckily, I mean, like I say, I always say this, I'm type 1 diabetic, I could eat candy floss if I wanted, but yes. it's just... It's pointless. It's just pure sugar. Mm. Yeah. It's like, and uh, they made it blue as if that makes it more enticing. If you have yeah. blue candy floss, like that is so much worse. It doesn't yeah. look like it exists in real life. I've seen... It looks like a cloud. Yeah, it looks like a Smurf's hair. <laughs> I've seen blue, pink, white, and yellow candy floss. Yellow? Yellow yeah. seems not... That that gives me... That's like yellow snow. Yeah, that, yeah, exactly. I didn't want to be uh, things I peed obscene. Ex- things, <laughs> things I peed out. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Maybe a new Instagram account for, for just drinks. <laughs> that's not how it works, is it? Yes. What? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's how it works, right? Drinks just just go into pee. Yeah, you pee to the drink. You pee. Yeah, the drink. yeah. Sorry. Yeah. What? I second guess myself there. What's the other? What were you second guessing yourself about? I thought that. Oh no, it's not that. Drinks go into pee and food goes into poo. It, they both go into both. <laughs> That's what I convinced myself of. <laughs> I just convinced myself of that, and then instantly were like, "No, that's not the case. I was right." What you think you'd be like weighing out some chicken wings or something? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I thought. It just all gets sorted into different stuff. But I suppose asparagus makes you wee stink, so... Well, I think, isn't pee, like, all the poison? Right. Or something extracted from your body? It's a waste product. They're all waste products. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I mean, what we're doing now is the opposite of a food podcast. (laughs) Kind of, but, like, you know... (laughs) But Benito's desperately trying to get us off this topic... 
No, she did a Halloween cheese board. A Halloween cheese board. Okay. She would do like a barbecue for the whole road. Uh That's a whole other story. We don't. Do we have time for my one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So she'd do like a cheese board, and then she would do a barbecue where she'd do like burgers and hot dogs at the front. The whole road. Yeah. Invite them over and go. Yeah, and she'd make a huge tie. Do you know anything about fistic? She didn't even know about it then. No. It's only since she started watching Orange Is the New Black. I also wish. She didn't watch, but anyway. You can have onions if you let me know about Felchick. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. I hope she doesn't listen to this and now ask me about Felchick. <laughs> uh, help yourself to the leaf cheese board. <laughs> do you know what a dirty Sanchez is? <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> oh god, I genuinely feel I'm like anxious when I'm gonna be asked these questions. Yeah, yeah, um, ask all these questions. But she's like a pumpkin and then serve a Thai pumpkin soup out of it. It was that's amazing. That's amazing. Yeah. That's really that's, good. That's delicious. Yes. That sounds very good. It was, nobody minded what she asked because the spread <laughs> was excellent. So, Manchego. Manchego. Uh, Brie. Brie. Maybe the truffle one. Mm, I don't know. Really good. I quite like a Comte. Yes. 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 That's so in my top five a, as well. A, a Is it? Yeah. Huh? <laughs> Did you Comte. Say a fly? A fly, a fly for flew in my face. Well, then how could you possibly be expected to listen? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Famously, if a fly flies in James's oh, face, he God. can't listen to yeah. cheese. A, no, a Comte, did you say? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Comte, yes, yeah. Please. Yes. And, oh, I'd quite like some strawberries to go with my brie. What? Yeah. Uh-oh. <laughs> Rewind. <laughs> like, what the hell are you talking about? But if they're macerated in balsamic... And it's then too, pop- that's too much for me. Is it too much? It's, I mean, it's your menu. By all means, you or have Or maybe that. just some apple, even just some I, apple. I believe, no, but I believe uh, strawberries and brie is just known as strawberry. <laughs> I think that is the official name of it. You are so happy. Would you like yourself? some strawberry? Yeah. <laughs> he looks so pleased. <laughs> yeah. James, well, James is obviously one of, our, one of the finest comedians in the world. Hugely inventive. But when he comes up with a dad joke, that that level, that's the happiest he is. Amazing. Look, I'm having a roller coaster ride today. I was battling flies and stuff. And I'm, yeah. I'm trying to remember a Manchester restaurant. And then We're I thought, what Strawberry. Yeah. Perfect. I want some crawfish. Yeah. I want boiled crawfish okay. with potatoes and corn and the boil, and we'll call those my vegetables. Yeah. And this is a side now. Yep. Yeah, you can yeah. flip it like that. That's yeah. fine. Yeah. Yeah. Have you had that? I've not. never had that. I'm obsessed with having it. I really want to have it. It's where you see like videos of them like yeah. oh, emptying it huge. on a table just on some like yeah. on some newspaper, yeah. and everyone Literally. just going to town. Yeah. Right? yeah. It's fucking madness. It's delicious. It's so great. Oh. Are the crawfish in shells? Uh, they're in shells. They're in their whole little red bodies. I think you boil them, like, alive or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. My dad, when he preps them, he puts, like, a lot of salt on them. And then they, like, eat the salt. And then they, like, vomit and shit everything inside of them. And now they're, like, clean enough to eat. Yeah. It's what? fucked up. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Wow. That's deep. Hema, it sounds like the most unappetising meal ever. You don't you make eat an them. animal vomit and shit uh, everything You don't eat those liquids. No, but still, I mean... 
You're getting rid of the liquids. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. You like purging them. We call it purging, and okay. now they're like clean or whatever. So if you boil them, then you don't end up with shit in that water. Yep. Because you've already de-shitted them. Yeah, you've already de-shitted them beforehand. Yeah. Uh, so like when you get a prawn and there's the poop line. Yeah. If they if gave you, them some mm-hmm. salt, then there wouldn't be a poop they line. They would have done a poop. Yeah. Yeah. I hate the poop line. I hate when you're eating something and then you get really into it or like comfortable eating it and then you remember like, oh man, I wonder if they took the poop out and they didn't. You've already eaten so much shrimp shit. Yeah. (laughs) It's so sad. How much shrimp shit do you think you've eaten? If you were to like estimate. Like one, two ounces. Yeah, but in your whole life. Yeah, I'd say. Like a little, like a shot glass full. Yeah. Yeah. Because I've been pretty good about cleaning it myself. Yeah. 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 If um, you were given the option, like, at the start of your life, uh, to, like, either you're just going to eat it every now and again. Yeah. And stuff, or you can get it all out the way in one go. Yeah. Uh, at the start, in the, in the shot glass, if you want to, what are you going to choose? I think I'm just going to uh, take, it, take it as it comes, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. bit by bit. Yeah, unless someone's offering me some kind of monetary reward for drinking a shot glass full of shrimp shit. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just going to let it happen as it happens. Um, One of the most expensive dinners I ever had was um, a place exactly like him. He's called Alvin Lung, and he used to call himself... He's going to hear this, I don't care. Alvin Lung, the demon chef. Alvin will uh, listen to our podcast. And Alvin's, all the photos of him were these big cock-swinging photos of him, like, holding knives and, like, Mm. saying the journey he was going to take. Smashing poppadoms. Smashing poppadoms, (laughs) yeah. And he... um, uh, So I went for dinner there, and that was one of those where every so often they'd bring like one tiny little dim sum in like with some kind of incredibly expensive caviar on it yeah. and you know mm. at the end uh, at the end it cost it was about 600 pounds for two and it sent me into, it sent me into this spiral of actual genuine depression right like for days i just kept thinking about like how many shoes that would that would you know pay for for inner city children in tower yeah. hamlets kind of thing um, but one of the causes of that you're talking about it being playful um and and he, he said there was what the pudding was called sex on the beach right uh-huh. and what he'd done was um he'd got <laughs> a pile of kind of sugar and made it into sand so it looked like sand and then he'd got mm. he'd sugar spun something that looked like a condom and he'd what? injected uh, sugar syrup semen into oh, it I'm out. and then just draped it over this over the sand and uh, and it was to, it was a playful take on when he used to live beside a beach and people used to have sex oh, playful right. it's gross <laughs> and how That's he got mad. around it before they asked before they served it they said it's a little bit risque I hope you're not going to be offended and of course I'm not going to be offended from Carlisle you know (laughs) 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 seen it all and I should apologise to Sean Um, Mm. I made it sound like she made me feel sick with that moment yes it, that was you james yeah guilty as charged and i'll say it again in a you, second you were the one who wanted to turn piss. the magician's liquid into piss piss a lovely moment though yeah 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 but you know what ed it's been it's been such a nice time looking back on all the memories of the podcast but you it know has. what you know what and i'm gonna read this exactly as benito has written it please. on the paper please largely the podcast is about having a fun time <laughs> <laughs> that's no. what is written 
That's yeah. what Benito wrote. That's what you've written. written. If it, if it, that's our link. Largely, the podcast is about having a fun time. And I think the people who best illustrate the, the podcast being a fun time, thank you, Benito, are Susie Ruffle, Sindhu V, Jack McBrayer, Nish Kumar, Kamel Nanjiani, Richard Osman, Gemma Kearney, and Josie Long. So, in the words of the great Benito, largely the podcast is about having a fun time. <laughs> like now, this is the funnest time I've ever had. His little face. I would find it very hard to say to people, I want to go to sushi samba in the shard. It's, a, it's, it's a quite a tongue twister, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it is a little I, bit. I'd like the sashimi from the sushi samba. I would like the sashimi from the sushi samba in the shard. Susie likes sashimi from the sushi... Oh, okay. Here we go. Here, Here we, we go. go. Do you know what? I also think oh, yes. that I might change the restaurant, but carry on with this. Yeah, but this There's is another restaurant that I really right. enjoy. Well, go we, on. Might have, we might have to change the restaurant. We'll all try and say this. Okay. We'll all try and say this. So tuna... So it's Susie likes sashimi from the sushi samba in the shard is the full sentence. And that was not perfect okay. but, it, but like Susie likes sashimi from the sushi oh fuck Susie likes sashimi from the sushi from <sighs> sushi samba in the shard oh it's hard isn't it it is hard Susie likes sashimi from the sushi samba in the shard it's also in Heron Tower so uh, okay yeah but still I'm also I'm also thing that that, that nostalgia but all food mm. I mean as my mother says bhuke ko to kebar bhi papad nazar aata hai you know which means I should translate <laughs> that to the hungry person, even the doorway looks like crisps. Because <laughs> you're so hungry. Sounded wiser, sounded wiser beforehand. Before you translated it, it sounded a lot wiser. I thought, what is, what is this oh, wise is old parable that we're about to be told? And it's literally, <laughs> it was, it's madness. <laughs> even the doorway looks like crisps. Well, if you're so hungry, you'll eat anything. Sure, right? sure. Even the doorway sure. which, to the hungry person. But when you, when you said it initially, we both, we both nodded and we were like very so respect, we both respectfully nodded. Yeah. Like, that sounds so good. wise. It sounds so wise. It's, it's just, it's just the thought of me. If, if, if the tiger has not eaten a kill. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's literally the equivalent of in a cartoon where someone's hungry and they see their friend as a big roast chicken. There you go, it's exactly yeah. because when you're... We got on the cop. What else you got on there again? What did he say? Call, call on the cop. Call on the cop. Oh, call on the cop. I, say, I thought you said we're calling the cops. <laughs> like, why? <laughs> Jack, we're calling the cops. <laughs> What, what, what have I done? Have thought about the almonds? <laughs> yeah. Actually, do you know what? Whole almonds is as bad as flaked almonds. We're calling the cops. That's the new thing on the podcast now. We're going to call the cops on people. <laughs> that is going to be a new thing, actually. Yeah, we should be able to call the cops on whoever we like during the meal. Yeah. <laughs> um, also, we've got... Have we got... If we've got the audio of Jack saying we're calling the cops isolated, yeah. we can pull that out <laughs> yeah. every time a guest steps out of line. We can just yeah. play Jack saying we're calling the cops yeah. it's in such a... I'm going to make a mint off of this. <laughs> uh, in between Christmas and New Year's, I had a peach cobbler at a place called Jackson and Rye. Yes. And they don't do it anymore. Yes. And it was, it's my favourite dessert. And I've stopped going to that restaurant. Yeah. I refused to eat there yep. until they reintroduced the cobbler. It was a peach cobbler, and they used to have uh, vanilla custard with it. Yeah. And it was so goddamn delicious. Yep. I've seen you eat that cobbler. Yeah. yeah. I, I absolutely cobbler. love that cobbler. He loves it. 
I see it, that cobbler. He was so happy about. It. He was talking about you know when someone is on their way to a, a place to eat. Yeah. And um, instead of just like they're so excited about what they're going to have, yeah. that they can't just talk about normal everyday things. And yeah. All they can talk about is is the, the cobbler. cobbler. Yeah. So all he was doing was walking through London, talking yeah. about the cobbler <laughs> and, and how much he loves the cobbler. Yeah. And then he sat down and ate it. And there was in no way was it an anticlimax for him. It was exactly yeah. it was just as good as he always remembered it. Yeah. Yeah. But the saddest day was when it. Because it was close to refurbishment, yeah, and then it opened again, and, no and then he was like, "Let's go, it's, yeah, it's back." Uh, I remember going in with you, and they didn't have the cobbler anymore, and instead we just sat at a table and had some drinks, and there was a table near us. I think it were quite loud, yeah. So like the whole vibe of the of the yeah, place yeah, had changed, yeah. and it was a sad day. It was a sad day. Did you ask them about the cobbler? Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, but immediately. Uh, yeah, they said, "Oh, we've changed the menu around," and I was like, "Well, why don't you change this menu to say go fuck yourselves?" <laughs> Yeah, but it was yeah because like one year that was after, a strong reaction after, after so when you say you don't go there anymore is it because you're bad <laughs> yeah. I'm allowed that yeah. and they started doing the cobbler again I love yeah. it it's really good but yeah one Christmas we I was back I'd come back from spending the time with my family between Christmas and New Year's and New Year's Eve we had dinner at Jackson and Rye before we went to some New Year's Eve parties and I ate the cobbler, and I was like, this is the greatest New Year's ever. Yeah. I love the cobbler. It's dynamite cobbler. Dynamite. Um, what set it apart from other... Like, is there something that... If you had, have you had other cobblers before? I've had a couple of other cobblers, but so not, in, cobbler not in America. I think this is the problem, is that I haven't had a cobbler in America. Cobbler's like a like sort of a deep it, south dessert. Yeah, it's a like, very, right? like, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a very... American dessert yeah. but so I think I need to I think it's I've not had the real stuff Cobbler yeah. is like how would you describe it it's, it's, well, it's, it's almost like, like, it's like a crumble but with a different yeah. topping it's, it's, right? it's less crumbly yeah. so imagine like a crumble that is just like that topping as like more of a rock face than a yeah, yeah. Than yeah. a sandy beach. But it's like it's, got, it's sort of like a soft cake. It's, it's oh. kind of somewhere cake between a cake and a crumble. A yeah, cake, a yeah. cake pastry crumble. That's right. Yeah, yeah. that's what yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and then yeah, the piece yeah, of fruit yeah. underneath it, stewed fruit, like peach, delicious peach, delicious, absolutely peach. amazing. And then the vanilla custard is the like. That's an example where it's like the equivalent of putting pancetta on just. Uh, Brussels. Brussels. Oh, no, 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 because the, the, yeah, yeah. it's like putting pancetta on bacon. It's like yeah. bacon fried pancetta. Yeah, sure. It's delicious. That's the everything back of the t-shirt. everything yeah. is delicious. <laughs> it's like bacon fried pancetta. And custard custard of, on of peach some... cobbler is like bacon fried pancetta. Yeah. It's the most. It's, it's Everything is delicious. Made with real vanilla pods, the, the vanilla custard? I didn't ask it. The black bits in it? Yes, there were black bits yes, in it. Yes, Always got to use the real pods. Absolutely delicious. What a dessert. Oh man! Because I mean, it's, it, it's a you know because it is good to have a Christmas dessert, but I, mm. Christmas pudding is like I cannot get on board with it. The thing is, it's too fun to not do. And yeah. so every year that we did it, my parents were like, my aunt and uncle were like, let's stop doing it. And then everyone's like, yeah, but at the beginning, it's like, woo. <laughs> I mean, you could just set a plate on fire. I don't know. There's wanted, some, yeah. But there's something really satisfying about the way it like it's like woo. It's on fire, but it's not on fire. Ooh. It is on fire. It is on fire, but it's not not in a bad way. You could do no. something. <laughs> right, you could, you could, you could replace not. it. You could replace it with a different. You could um, set fire to like an effigy of Piers Morgan. Yeah, Merry <laughs> Christmas. And all. 
Just eat that bundle All of sticks. Rejoice in it. It's pretty cruel, Nish, for your dessert. To you've described it so eloquently, and you've painted a real picture, and I can almost feel like I can taste it. But it's been discontinued. Discontinued. Well, now you know how my. Now you understand my pain. You've given everyone your curse of the peach cobbler. Yeah, exactly. And Jackson and I have not had the courtesy to put the recipe online. Some yeah. places do that. Right. There's a place called uh, Honey Trap in New Zealand in Auckland and they did the best beef brisket sandwich oh, yeah, I've ever I, had. I remember you telling me about this. Yeah. With this um, red cabbage coleslaw and these amazing pickles in them and then they stopped, they all shut but then they put the recipe online. Yeah. So me and my girlfriend at the time were able to have a go at properly making it on New Year's Eve. And well, I great. think Nish needs this peach cobbler. So, listeners... I want you to tweet Jackson and Rye. <laughs> yes, let's make this happen. Hashtag bring back the cobbler. Bring back the cobbler. But not the Adam Sandler film. Not, oh, not the Oh, no. okay. Uh, um, bring back Kumar's cobbler. Bring back bring Kumar's back cobbler. Kumar's cobbler. And petition to rename it Kumar's cobbler. Yeah, so bring it back and put it on the menu. They've got to name it Kumar's cobbler. <laughs> We know, we know you're listening out there and we know you like to get involved. Get, tweet yeah. Jackson and Rye. Jackson the traditional way and the traditional way, R-Y-E. Yes. Jackson and Rye, bring back Kumar's Cobbler. Bring Based in Kumar's London, cobbler. Soho. Bring back Kumar's Cobbler. Bring back Kumar's Cobbler. So, this biryani. So, biryani has been my favourite food my whole life. Yeah. This is true. When I was, my parents have called me Kumel Biryani instead of Kumel Nanjiani for many, many years. They said when I was two years old, this is my two years old, my, my, uh, apparently my grandmother cooked some biryani and it was a big, big, uh, dinner party and they found me sitting in the pot of biryani eating it with my hands. They told me this. I found out decades later it was a lie. <laughs> it, that did not happen. My dad just said it to like make my mom laugh, which yeah. I'm like, you guys have been married for decades. So I think you don't need to flirt anymore. <laughs> the deal is sealed. It's in the bag, Dad. <laughs> um, and uh, so, 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 but that was my origin story. I was like, oh, this is why I like, like it. A superhero origin story. You, you fell into a pound of biryani. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I eat it all. I just love. The flavor of it, and what's so there's like it's layers, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I know I'm regressing because that's the best I could come up with. I like the flavor of it. Yeah, as soon as I'm you said your family called still... you Kamel Biryani, I was like, James is not going to stop laughing. Yeah, I can't so... stop laughing that you've been called Kamel Biryani. I can't also, <laughs> when you said about falling into the pot of biryani and being, and being found eating it, and, that, <laughs> and just the fact it was a lie, so, that you were being told it, yeah. so like. I just imagine the lies like when we came out and you were sitting in that pot and you'd eaten all the biryani and you were two years old but you looked up at us and you said more please (laughs) (laughs) yeah your first words were biryani more please (laughs) all lies I I, I love the whole thing and then my dad when I told him when he, he was like when he told me it was a lie, it wasn't like, hey, I have to tell you something. He was like, it was very dismissive. He was like, yeah, it was a lie. And I was like, what? And he's like, yeah, imagine how hot a pot of biryani is. You think you crawled in there? And if a pot is full, there's no room for you to crawl in. So he's like, just the physics doesn't work. And I was like, you know how when you're a little kid, you hear something, and then you don't question the logic yep. of it? Yeah, and then in your 20s, you... You look at it again and you're like, yeah. oh, no, there's no way that could have happened. Yeah. Like, it's like a pet going to live on a farm. 
Exactly. Yeah, sure. But, but yeah. it's a, a baby sitting in a pot of biryani. Yeah. <laughs> so it's layers. It's layers. Take us through the layers. And so at the bottom is sort of the potatoes and the, the, the curry and the meat, and you cook that first, and then you put raw rice on it, uh-huh. and then you cover it up so that when it cooks, all the fragrance of the curry sort of cooks through the rice. It's mm. very slow cooked. And uh, there's, there's, so, so, so there's rice on top, which is mostly plain rice. Mm. Then as you get, oh, I'm having trouble. <laughs> as you get closer to the bottom, the rice becomes more and more flavorful. And you yeah. can start seeing the colors of the, the, the base nice. in the rice as you get to the bottom. And then at the bottom is the most flavor. So when you're getting biryani, you have to sort of go straight down. Yeah, yeah. So you get all the different layers of it so you get you want to get some of the plain rice just to mix it up mm-hmm. then you get the flavorful rice and then at the bottom you get that and then uh god i'm struggling <laughs> and then there's you get enough potatoes and i don't know how my grandmother did it but her potatoes had flavors right through the middle and they would be very orange wow. like like not yellow uh-huh. so whatever she was doing to it was like changing the color of the potatoes and the yeah. potatoes are very they're very soft, these potatoes. <laughs> they melt in your mouth. Has this recipe been passed down in your family? So my mother makes it too, and right. my mother's is very, very, very good. Yeah. My mother is probably the best cook I know, other than my grandmother. Mm-hmm. But there is maybe a 5% difference, 3%. Uh-huh. Sure. My grandmother's is 3% better, 3% and I better. can't tell you what the difference is. But... <laughs> If you blindfold me, I would be able to pick them up. You better know. Yeah. It's not just a psychological thing. Yeah. There is a very, very small difference. Imagine yeah. if we blindfolded you to do the taste test. When you took the blindfold off, you were sitting in a pot of beer. <laughs> <laughs> we, we've done it. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, that would be amazing. <laughs> and so if you see my plate, as I said, I'm working from least to favorite. Yeah. I will always have a huge... So I'll get two big pieces of potato. I'll get meat. I'll get all that stuff. One piece of potato to eat with each bite. So each bite is there's some uh, plain rice. Yeah. There's some of the flavorful rice. Then there's some of the really good juicy stuff. Yeah. And a piece of the potato. So every bite has sort of everything in it. And then I'm leaving one piece of potato all the way at the end. So when I finish everything else, all that's left is one piece of potato. That's the headliner. It's, yes, yeah. it's the headliner. <laughs> it's orange right to the middle. And uh, and then I eat that very, very slowly. What do you say before you eat it? I'm, I'm not saying much of anything. You're going to say like, here we go. Yeah, I made it. <laughs> or it's Cam- all been built into this. Kamel Biryani strikes again. <laughs> yeah, oh, that'd be great if you say that. Kamel Biryani strikes again. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, which is a shame because I like I liked some bread at the start of a meal. So do I. Because when else do you eat bits of bread? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> a big lump of bread. You never at home just go, oh, I'm, I'm hungry, I'm going to eat some bread and then I'll have some yeah, food. Yeah, then dinner time. Yeah. Did you dip it in some oil? No, I don't really like that. I'm quite bread. fussy. Yeah, yeah. I don't like it when they bring out things I don't really know what it is. You know and what oil is, though, right? I know what, uh, yeah. But yeah, yeah, nothing come like on, a pointless computer. Like, <laughs> don't, you know, don't even know what oil is. <laughs> I think I do. Although, define oil. Uh, I've got him here, James. Well, oh. it's impossible just to find. There's many. There's many different oils. Olive oil. Which no, is, that's which name. Is, I didn't say name some oils. Right. I said fine oil. oil. Uh, liquid fat. Yeah. Oh. Well, no, petroleum isn't liquid fat, is it? No, but they're not going to bring you out a bit of petroleum, are they? Oh, he's absolutely dodging the question. What was the oh. question? 
Define oil. Define oil. Yeah, but why am I defining oil? I can't remember why I'm defining it now. Because you said you know what oil is, don't you? Yeah. Yeah. But you know, and when I'm they asking present, you. When they present you with some oil, you know what that is. Uh, well, I suppose so. Anyway, I don't like it. To <laughs> <laughs> the next notch. Yeah. yeah who's, arrived, who's arrived at the party? Oh. When, 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 when the madras walks through the door, yeah. what human form does it, is it taking? <laughs> All right, it's taking the form of Snoop Dogg. <laughs> Snoop Dogg is the Madras. Snoop Dogg's the Madras. <laughs> Here comes Snoop Dogg. Come on, that yeah. would be a live room. Yeah, yeah, that would be a live room. Sure, if you're at the party, Snoop Dogg will be like, hey, yeah. Snoop, yeah. I feel yeah, yeah. like suddenly I've got a lot more energy. But what yeah. I would say about Snoop Dogg is I'm sure he's great at a party, but I would never describe him as a live now. I feel True. like a lot of his public persona is actually really. quite relaxed <laughs> for, <laughs> for various reasons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but he's Snoop Dogg. Yeah, no, everyone would yeah. definitely be like, oh my God, Snoop Dogg. It's Snoop Dogg. Dogg. Yeah. I mean, everyone just... suddenly, the party's now yeah. buzzing. That, yeah. yeah, like the, the swag though. of Snoop Dogg yeah. is yeah, enough. Yeah. I'm imagining him, because he's a lamb madras, walking in with a little lamb under his arm. <laughs> Snoop Dogg with a lamb. Yeah. I wouldn't even be that surprised. I don't know why. Yeah. You'd be like, yeah. oh, he's got like, a lamb. Oh. He's got a pet lamb. It's called yeah. Snoop Lamb now. <laughs> <laughs> Change his name yet, yet again. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. But I know what you mean. It's still, yeah, it feels like a treat. I wouldn't, no, I wouldn't normally have it, but now and again, if I do it, I'll always make the dad joke of going like, mm, why not? Let's splash out. I'll have some sparkling water. <laughs> but I do mean that deep down. <laughs> so it's just going to be such a good dad. Oh, 100%. Yeah, because I make the joke about sparkling water all the time. But you need one, to yes. make your jokes regularly and forever. Yes, absolutely. You know, I, I'm cool. Hi, cool. I'm dad. You know? <laughs> Or, um, I've one, heard that one before. Genuinely, <laughs> like that was not a yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> one of my favourites that, that? I, I do now, and I'll be doing it as a dad as well. Is um, uh, when they bring all the food to the table, I'll say, "What's everyone else having?" Oh, lovely, yeah, very, yeah, lovely. Or you've just finished the whole meal. <laughs> yeah. Well, that was the start of that. Perfect. The entire yeah. meal. They come to pick up your plate. Yeah. Couldn't eat a mouthful of it. Absolutely disgusting. Yeah, that's a classic. Go, oh no, I hated that. <laughs> hated it. I'll quit. When it's Halloween, if uh, someone's dressed up, they got a mask on, and then dad would go, "When you put your costume on, yeah." Oh, or they take the mask off and they go, "Take the mask off." Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, or, uh, or you're on the phone, you have a really long conversation, and you put it down, you go, "Wrong number." Yeah, wrong oh, number. I do that all yeah. the yeah. time. <laughs> On that tour, you did that all the time. <laughs> Actually, when I, when I was on tour with Greg Davis, he, whenever we had a meal and the waiter came over, his joke would be, oh, mine was delicious, but he hated his. Right. <laughs> oh, a bit yeah. harsh. <laughs> Bad boss. Dropping you in it. Bad, Bad boss. boss. Evil boss. Don't like that. He learned no. everything he knows from you. He never tried to dunk you in the sea, no, though, no, did no. he? <laughs> Oh, there you go. What a fun! What a fun time! So much fun! Large, I loved largely, it. largely, I absolutely loved it. Oh, hey, I hope you've had fun listening to the podcast over the year, listeners. And I tell you what, we couldn't do it without you. We really appreciate your support; it means a lot to us. It does indeed. Thank you. Thank you for all your lovely messages about the podcast. We love hearing that you're enjoying it. Uh, I hope you've had a lovely 2019. If you haven't, don't worry. It's 2020 soon. Yeah, yeah. 2020 is coming up. I hope you have a lovely 2020 for me, Ed, and the great Benito. We all hope you have a lovely and prosperous 2020. And we'll be back very soon for series three. So don't worry about that. But to play us out, to say goodbye, here's a little something that the great Benito has edited together. 
because of that and I know what like pizza's an absolute nightmare um, yeah yeah because like the, the blood sugar goes up and down bearing in mind the carbs and the fat and all that it's all boring scientific stuff pop it up and bread bread pop it up and bread bread pop it up and bread pop it up and bread that's right pop it up and bread um okay my goodness pop it up and bread Jack pop it up and bread what does he say pop it up and bread Pop it, pop it off the bread. What do you oh, say? Pop it off the bread. Pop it up some bread. Pop an episode of bread. Yeah. <laughs> pop it up some bread, Evelyn. Pop it up some bread. Love it when it still scares people. Evelyn got so... no scared. That you really got scared. I got there. really scared. I had to hold my face. <laughs> <laughs> it was very scary. Comes up. Yeah. Bread or pop it up, Richard. Say again. Bread or pop it up. Oh, bread or pop it up. Yeah, you'll never taste the devil's jism. You're a lovely lad. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Pop it up, some bread, Victoria. Pop it up, some bread. What? I mean, is it? Am I having a curry? Just I can get you all balls. those. Easy. Pop it up, some bread. <laughs> Pop it up, some bread, Kamal. Pop it up, some bread. There you go. Pop it up, some bread. Pop it up, some bread, Lord Connor. Pop it Pop it I like a pop it on that. Can we just say, I think Loyal goes straight into the top three of people absolutely taking that in his stride. Yeah, absolutely didn't care. Did not budge one yeah, inch not the when first you time shouted that. Yeah. Yes. Pop it or bread! Pop it or bread, Mike! Pop it or bread! Pop it or bread. Bubbly. Bubbly, though. Bubbly, so bubbly. Pop it or bread! Pop it or bread, Sophie! Pop it bread! Not pop it I don't like pop it What? What? Mm-mm. Fair enough. Pop it or bread, Sydney! Pop it or bread! What's the first word? Papadums. Oh, papad. Right. Huh? Papad. That's what it's called. Okay, cool. Papadums or bread, Susie? <laughs> uh, papadums. Yeah. So that's fine. Uh, and uh, papadums or bread? Papadums or bread, Christian? <laughs> what? Papadums or bread? <laughs> that is always shouted. It's a fine line. Uh, papadums or bread, Terry? Papadums or bread? Papadums? <laughs> is it an Indian restaurant? Papadums or bread? 
bread. Now, Lolly. Yes. Uh, pop it onto a bread, Lolly. Oh my god. <laughs> you made Benito jump and he knew it was coming. <laughs> pop it onto a bread. Come on, like. Pop it onto a bread, Jordan. Pop it onto a bread. I knew it was coming as well. <laughs> Pop-lums or bread? Ah! Pop-lums or bread, Kima? Uh, bread, bread! <laughs> <laughs> Pop-lums or bread? <laughs> Pop-lums or bread, Tom? <laughs> Pop-lums or bread, Serge? Pop-lums or bread? Oh, man. Big question now, James. Oh, yeah, let me ask you this, Phil. Pop-lums or bread, Phil? <laughs> Pop-lums or bread? Pop noms or bread? Pop noms or bread, Marcus? Pop noms or bread? Pop noms or bread? Bread. It's only a small thing. I don't know, that's, the one, that's one that stuck. Shannon, Sharnage, that's another excellent Pop noms or bread? Pop noms or bread, Sean? Pop noms or bread? Pop noms or bread? Pop noms or bread, Rose? Pop noms or bread? Pop noms? Also, pop noms or bread, Salassie? Pop noms or bread? Ooh. Again, the only person completely not phased by me Didn't shouting. Didn't flinch that. whatsoever. I mean, Ooh. for the listener, <laughs> I, 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 I think it's just so unfair that you did, that you um, that the listener did not get to see that because normally I shout it at people and they're a bit startled. They didn't quite expect it. So Lassie not only didn't flinch, didn't move a muscle, he maintained eye contact with me the whole time. I he, he looked right at me. And then, that's a good answer. Problems or bread? Oh, bread. Problems or bread, Daisy? Bread. <laughs> Christ. Proper jumped. Really jumped, didn't you? Yeah, it did. That's good. I haven't had a jumper in a while. <laughs> <laughs> so it's not, Barata is not going to be your starter. No, it's not. No, no. <laughs> Yes! Yes! Of course, Lysit would be the one yes. who would have loaded in the cannon. Almost like you knew I was going to. Yeah. I mean, obviously, you knew that I was going to shout it at you, yeah. but it's oh, like you knew I was going to do it then. Yeah. Um, also, Nish. Uh, pop it or bread, Nish! Pop it or bread! What do you think I'm gonna say? I don't know. Pop it mate. Yes, pop please. Pop I'm not an animal. Because yeah. I do love uh, a bread. By the course. way, Nish, I feel like I should point out we ask this to everyone. Yeah. <laughs> Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, it's Rob Orton here. Now, I've got a podcast called the Rob Orton Daily Podcast. It's a short poem or story or a musing on a particular subject every single day. What if you commissioned Picasso to paint your house and you just painted it white? Would you be annoyed? Wouldn't it be good if you could pour Miracle Grow onto other things, such as pizzas? 
Have you ever thought about what a beach might be like if it was made from digestive biscuits? Have you ever tried to cry about something you're not thinking about? If you would like to listen to a daily podcast that includes subjects I've mentioned there, then please listen to the Rob Orton Daily Podcast.